looking for. From the land of the rising sun to just north of the border, strong style meets street style on this very podcast. Because you're looking at the Saitama Saint, the Osaka Superstar, the Mad Titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. Oh, but wait, there's more. Tonight, you're going to get two Hogsmen for the price of one. He's the ombre with no nombre. He's mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo, El Numero. That's right. You're listening to one of the three Hogsmen. Big deal. He couldn't make it this week. He said he'll try and be here next week. And the kaiju, who knows where he is? So uh, I had to go out, and I had to, I had my go my my go to man, Chris Terry. Chris Terry, thank you for uh, being the co captain of this magic uh, boat ride. That's right. I'm uh, like the uh, the APA of podcast. Is that what you are? You get yeah. called in. <laughs> yep. You get called in, man. Just be like, hey, I need you. All right, I'll be there. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> What's going on, man? What's new? I haven't seen you in a while. Last time I saw you, I just looked up. It was uh, in like the beginning of July. Yeah. You uh, you had not been married yet. We we nope. uh, we discovered that. Nope. Yep. Got married. How's marriage life for you, dog? That's oh, cool, man. It's cool. I mean, it ain't much different than what it was before. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except exactly. now, you know, it's like we're trying to figure out whose insurance to go on. Yeah. Whatever. But yeah. It's more of a difference for the girl because it's like now they gotta they gotta get their license changed, mm-hmm. they get their social security card changed, they gotta get their passport. The last yeah. thing that sounds like a mess. But hey, man, if they want it, go for it. You know, <laughs> you know what? I think it's only a mess for people who are lazy. Because my wife, she, she got on it, dude. She's already she had it like within a month. For real? Yeah, it was quick. But I don't know if it's because COVID and people aren't really like yeah doing that. But she she got everything changed super quick. And yeah. was, I was I was pretty impressed. I was like that was crazy fast yeah yeah now you guys did have a uh a, a wedding a bigger wedding planned right and then that, yeah. that got canceled because it was right around march when all this shit just kicked in am i correct on that it was the week it was the friday after the friday they shut california down yeah. so it was the week before and the week then after sorry. and then you guys were going to hold off and then finally you just kind of gave in and said let's just yeah. let's just go do the damn thing and then when all this is said and done We'll have the big like ceremony kind of stuff, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you know, we got tired of waiting. Yeah, um, and then we kind of had to make a decision because the court, the courthouse was doing a weird thing. They were like, "We're closed, but we're open for this." Mm-hmm. Like, you'll be on a waiting list, and then we'll email you, and you have to give us an answer like right away. Yeah. So we're just like, "Hey, let's just go do it." We had we had to do it. Um, our family was cool with it. They were like, hey, we're glad you're not waiting. Like, you know, fuck the rest of the world. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, maybe eventually down the line we'll have a big ceremony. We haven't talked about it much. I mean, we've had to use some of that money for for other things. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I think maybe once we – because we're eventually going to move to Pennsylvania. But oh, for us? Where, where our family's from. But I think we'll probably end up doing it when we're back there. I think it seems a little bit more appropriate, but we're kind of we're not really planning on having a ceremony anytime soon. Yeah, because we don't we don't know. Nobody knows what's going on, and quite frankly, when we try to look into it, a lot of places weren't even wanting to book any like any weddings or anything in the future. So yeah, we're living like in whatever. uncertain times. Yeah. Um, did you say so did you guys get married outside? What is it the uh, the waterfront down there? 
Yeah. yeah. You, you got married outside? Yeah. It's nice, huh? It is. It's real that, nice. That's where I... So my wife and I, we had um, our legal marriage, mm-hmm. which is you go to the courthouse, the waterfront. Yeah. You do the paperwork. You give them the 80 bucks. It's all it costs to get married down there. It's yeah. kind of like insane, right? That's like, probably the cheapest thing we did. Yo, dog, it's crazy because they're just like, uh, cool, 80 bucks, sign this form, mm-hmm. and you're good to go. Yeah. And it's like, this is that fucking easy? Like, it's it's it's... it's almost scary right like where you see a lot of people going in there making mistakes being like because that's how easy it is to get married sure, right Sure, yeah and, you know i'm not saying like it's all mistakes but man there's a lot of kids that probably aren't thinking that it's like let's get married with you know not understanding the responsibility that it is for sure and maybe not being 100 percent truthful with their partner yeah and um and it's just it costs 80 bucks in a signature yeah and it's just it's kind of just one of those things where it's like this is way too easy for 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 what it is yeah and also if you got to get out of this, it's way more expensive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I waited. What am I? 30, probably 38 in February. Yeah. I waited this long to figure it out. And got, I'm cool with that. I got married when I was 35, 30. Yeah. Something like that. 35. See? Yeah. I, I feel like when you, I don't know. I was in the mindset where I knew that I would, how can I say this? She's the one. Yeah. She, I mean, she is for yeah, sure. Yeah. But like, and it was like, being with being with with other women and dating them like you knew like you would know you're like ah whatever yeah it's, you know so i'm glad i i'm glad i didn't just jump into something mm-hmm. just because because i know it wouldn't have worked out because yeah. look where i am now so well, congratulations my friend thank welcome you to sir the, welcome to the club uh-uh. <laughs> uh also we got uh npa not producer adam with us again um how was everybody's weekend man How's everybody? Anybody doing anything cool this weekend? Anything like that? Just watch football. Pure silence. Yeah, man. That's like every weekend. Pure silence <laughs> from these guys. I, I don't think I'll... What did I do? I'm like looking at him like he knows. Like, do you, can you tell me? <laughs> I, I think, I just, man, I did a lot of running around to do Saturday, but like just bullshit yeah. errands. But all we did was just start watching horror movies. Like, we like to start watching horror movies for preparation for Halloween. Oh, that's right. Um... So that's that's kind of that's all we did all weekend. Um, watched Phantasm one and two because we've never seen those. Which one's Phantasm? It's one with the silver ball, the, the tall old guy, and the silver balls that fly and they like stick into your head. I don't know if I've seen that, bro. Don't watch them. Yeah, the, like they're like revered as like these cult classics, but mm. they are dog shit. Yeah, and I hate that. I hate to say that they're fucking terrible. <laughs> and I was upset, upset at that. You know what I uh, so. Uh, was it Saturday? So I, I injured my calf right at training about three weeks ago. Damn! I tore uh, I tore my left uh, calf muscle. Oh shit! Yeah, man. It's uh, and it's finally starting to get like better. You know, yeah. like that first week was real rough, yeah, man. But it's starting to like getting a lot a lot better. So Saturday, I didn't have really shit to do, and I was like, well, if there's any day to like stay off my feet, you know, kick it up and just watch. Uh, binge right mm-hmm. so you know what i started binging hmm. the umbrella academy oh man you caught that i did i didn't like the first season for reals yeah i love the second season though see i don't know what season i'm on right now there's so much of it and i, I i'm just letting it go one and you know straight okay. into the next one yeah and uh but i'm digging it you know it caught my interest i, I couldn't you know it, i started binging it i'm not mm-hmm. a big binger i'm not big on that but hey i had nothing to do right and i was into it uh, but I, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm digging it right now, and I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty far in, 
Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what episode on it because it just seems like it's never ending. Yeah, you seem like you're gonna get to to <laughs> you know the uh, the climax of the yeah. and then you're it's just like oh rewind and it, it'll, you know go it's another like path. I, w- I want to ask you something, but it was like spoil thing. I don't know because I don't know where you're at and I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, what was the last thing that happened? Okay, spoiler alert. Um, so uh, Juno <laughs> Juno's got the powers. Juno, 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 Ellen Page. Oh, Juno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she's 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 basically plain Jane in this in this show. Yeah. But turns out she's the most powerful. She's Jean sure. Grey. Yeah. Basically, right? Yeah. She, she's she's not she's the phoenix basically. Yeah. Uh, she's already pissed off. Okay. She's already killed homeboy that manipulated her. Um, oh, then you're not in season two yet. I'm not. I don't think so. I think I, 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 she was like going to like play violin. Oh yeah, you're not. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. yeah, I, I didn't like season one, and I'll tell you what made me not like it was that one scene where they're in the house and they started playing music, and then everyone started dancing. What Tiffany? I, I think we're alone now. That's in my. That's been in my head all weekend, dog. Bro, but that scene was like the most pretentious like, <laughs> hipster like. I was like, and for some reason, I just maybe just not like the rest of the season, even though I sat there and watched it. <laughs> but season two hooked me, and I was really? like, "This is dope! It's so dope!" Because season two gets, I think, it gets more. Because, um, like you said, like Ellen Page is kind of like that Jean Grey type of character. Yeah, it gets more X Meny in season two with like crazy stuff. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is my this is my shit," especially from reading X Men comics like growing up. Like this is like right up my alley, man. You know what's funny is that scene where they're uh, dancing to "I Think We're Alone Now." I dug it. It's, it's, that song's been in my I head mean, all weekend. I feel like that's going to be like the, the two the two camps, right? People are either going to hate that or love yeah, it. Yeah, it's just I was like, oh my god, you know, like, my, whatever. My, though my wife is like a total Midwest child of the eighties, mm-hmm. you know, so like. She knows all those like cheesy old songs, those cheesy old song, mo- like those cheesy old movies. She'll sing like these songs. Like she can't, she can't remember a lot of stuff like currently. Like, yeah. But when she, when when the Goonies come on, when uh uh what is the uh, the old uh, witch movie? I can't remember. Hocus Pocus. No, no, it's with uh Teenage Witch. It's just called Teenage oh, Witch. Wow. That she's that's her jam. I but then, like all these old school stuff, she's such a child of the child of the '80s, like a Midwest child of the '80s. But uh, yeah, man. So I binged that, and then um, on Saturday, uh, I had to go to uh, like at night uh, around four o'clock. I had to go over to Fiesta Island. My mm-hmm. nephew was having a uh, they were having a birthday party for him. So they were gonna have a bonfire over in Fiesta Island, and man. It was packed over there. Oh, gross. It was packed. And get this, right? You've been to Fiesta Island, right? Obviously, yeah, like, a long time ago. Yeah. It's a good place to like bring your dogs, let them go run around. You, you know, people like ride like uh, wave runners and and do all that kind of stuff. It's like a it's 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 for water activities, I guess mm-hmm. you should say. So we're circling that island. You know, it's only a one way road, and we come around the back half, and oh my god, you're gonna love this shit. Like, there was just a full-on, like, Trump rally going on, dude. Like, I come up on it, and I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. And I can see people. So, like, here's my thing. If you want to support Trump, hey, that's cool, man. Like, that's on you. Like, I I don't really judge too much people by their politics, right? You could be a a Trump supporter, but if you're still my friend, I'm still going to be cool with you, right? Yeah, you 
You're not like me though. I just shit at it. <laughs> <Fuck that shit. laughs> See, so, <clears throat> but the thing is, I I don't like packs, right? I don't like that. That like I immediately see like potential problems with big packs of people like that. I don't care which side you're oh, on. Oh yeah, on either on well, either yeah, side for sure. So uh, we we start coming up on all these flags, like these Trump 2020 flags and all that kind of stuff, and people are lining the road, and like yelling and like hollering, and uh, and. Uh, People are trying to get you to stick your hand out and and high five them, right? I, and I don't give a damn if it was, I mean, whoever. I, I don't want to high five a random person, anyways, right? Especially yeah, yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah, on, yeah exactly. Like on, on the drive too, let's, right? Let's 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 use some better judgment. Yeah. People, you know? So uh, we pass by them, and I and they're like trying to get me high five them, and I'm just like, nah, dog. And like some chick was like, you pussy, and I'm like, whatever, I can take it. You we'll know? see. And that's sticks a, and stones. That's the thing. Is that that right there tells you a lot about who certain people support, just the way they're acting towards you, just for not doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's well. Here's the thing I got out of it, right? They're tailgating, like basically they're doing what I I did for the Chargers back when they played at Qualcomm yeah, before not, games. It's not serious to them. It's well, like it's it, like a it, fucking like politics has become a sporting event. It is. It's it's nuts, man. It's my team versus your team. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and that was all of Twitter today. It basically felt like it was like football Sunday. Yeah. It didn't oh. feel like a presidential debate was happening. It felt like it was yeah. well, well, Chiefs yeah. fans getting excited, talking shit about Ravens fans. Like that's what it felt like today. And that it's, was it's like, gnarly, man. but that was the craziest thing when I was driving through. I'm like, this, this is a, this is sports. Politics has now become sports, and yeah. uh, you know it's kind of disturbing, right? And that actually leads it in because what was uh, there was a big event on the TV tonight. Uh, it was the first debate between Biden and Trump. Master debaters. Oh, man. Did you, did you try watching it at all? I did. I did. And I did. about fucking, like, passed out from rage. Really? Yeah, because, like, one of my biggest pet peeves yeah. is when people try to talk over me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's all our what's-his-name did, Donald Trump did. And he's just... You know, the thing with that is... It's not even... He doesn't even act like someone who is a president. It's like he's using his like TV bullshit tactics. You know Non-presidential. I mean? yeah. yeah. And he's, he's trying to get a rise out of Joe. Mm-hmm. He's trying to make him angry so he can use that against him. And that's what one... That's what basically those kind of tactics, though, that what he was trying to do be like by non-presidential is what won him probably the first election, you know? Because people dig that shit, which is yeah. crazy. But, I mean, let's be honest, though. Anybody who... This debate is not going to change anyone's mind. No. I turned it off. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm still not, I'm still going to do what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying not to like say certain things, but you know, I'm not going to go one way or the other because of this debate. No. My my road is very narrow and it's staying on that path and it ain't changing. Yeah. I just, I just honestly, like, I, I just can't see how people will look at someone act like that regardless of who they are. And be like, yeah, that's who I want to be in charge of me. Like, if my fucking CEO of where I worked acted like that, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just it's just it's insane to me. But you're right, though. It's become like a big fucking show, mm-hmm. and a, it's just entertainment at this point. Yep. And it's like, how you how can you expect anyone to get anything really done? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's insane. Um. Well, I, I tried watching it, and I turned it off after about, like, a half hour. I was just like, you know what, dude? I, I This is just... 
it's too much, right? It's two yeah. guys up there. Let's let's be legit. There's two guys up there bullshitting, right? And like I said, man, I'm not a I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not a huge Biden guy, right? Like if you want to look at the long run, like th- this ain't the greatest guy to go up against Trump, right? Mm, yeah. And the presidential role, right, is to unite, right? You got to try and unite both sides of the aisle. Do you see that happening with one of these guys? No. Well, so I'd agree with you on that. Um, I think Donald Trump's made it his point to rile up and throw fuel on fire and mm-hmm. and divide people. I think it's going to be hard for, like, if Joe Biden becomes president, it's going to be real hard for him to unite people because of what Donald did. But I will say to Joe Biden's credit, his whole goal in this debate was trying to focus on uniting everyone with a lot of what he said. Yeah, he, he can say it a lot easier. And sure, really, really, sure. The I mean, real, the but, real... You, but you have to take them at face value what they're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, no one's going to know what Joe Biden's going to do until he's president. Yeah. But I'd rather listen to a guy who's trying to bring everyone together versus some guy who's like, fuck everybody. You guys are dicks. You guys are dicks, except this guy's over here. Fuck yeah, whatever. I think um, it's, you know, bringing the people together, that's going to be real hard. Right, obviously, yeah, just yeah, bring in a, a country of people, but bring out what I'm saying is trying to bring um, Congress, the Senate, oh, the well, House of Representatives. That that's the problem. I mean, see, that's, see, it, it yeah. just goes back and forth. The pendulum swings. It does, and you know, we could have a you know a Republican president, and the liberal Democrats are going to pull the tricks that the Republicans pulled on the li- on the Democratic president. It's just it's just it goes back and forth, yeah. you know. And it all is it's all about stonewalling. It's all about filibustering. It's all and, and so it's just. Sure. From what I see, we're we're not we're not on a path to correct this at all. Because who gives a fuck who's in you know? Like I said, the one man, the presidential role, is just one seat. You know what it is is the entire uh, political landscape like that. Mm-hmm. All this needs to be changed out. Uh, Schumer, Pelosi, Mitch McConnell, all of them get yeah. them all out. Get all these old fucks. Get out them here. all out because they're all doing more harm than good. They're they all do, corrupted. Like. Schumer and Pelosi, especially, bro, especially, and I'm, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm a Democrat, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly not a right wing, whatever they call themselves anymore. Conservative, conservative, yeah. whatever. Um, but I mean, Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham and all them, like, all these dudes got to go. But the problem is, people who can actually, who want to actually change things and make things better. Even the Democrats, like Bernie, for example, mm-hmm. they're never let this motherfucker. They were never gonna let no. him win to try no. to be president. Same thing with like AOC. They're never gonna let her like Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah, uh, the Democrats are scared as fuck of her. Well, she's like a different kind of Democrat. I but mean, she's legit, dog. Like she, like if you look at her like background. Oh sure, I'm not gonna you know? dispute that. Yeah, but they're not. The Democrats are just as guilty. The ones in office are just as guilty as any Republicans of mm-hmm. keeping things the way they are. Yep. Um, I mean, I'm not thrilled about Kamala Harris being uh, vice president based on her. Track record. Her track record doing heavy prosecutions on certain things and, yeah. and making it and putting people away for a long time for petty shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, they with Joe Biden. I mean, he was fine with Obama. I mean, I, I liked the, I was fine with Obama. Um, but Biden, he's very, I like him more than Donald Trump. <laughs> it's just, but, it's, it's crazy that we're looking at a, a 70, 70 year old man, right? He's in the center. The, the, both in their 70s the, the youth is looking at like a 70 year old man like change really gonna happen from him and it's like yo dog like right and I think what Obama was pretty young 
fairly young. I when he was younger, younger, I think he was one of the younger presidents. When he right, first man. went in, he looked yeah. young as hell. When he came out, he looked old uh, as fuck. He had a rough time, bro. I'm telling you, that should that should stress anyone out. The only person that ain't stressed out is the dude we got now because he don't give a shit, dude. You know what? If you here's the thing, man. You you have to anybody who's willing to run for put their their name in the hat for politics mm-hmm. has got to be fucking nuts, right? Because of like. It's just a dirty game, man. Well, yeah, you got to. I think at this point, you 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 can't just do it the right way because no one's going to let you do it the right nope. way. I feel like that. That's a that's with a lot of things, though. You know, unfortunately, um, that's why it's hard for people like Bernie and AOC. I hate it. I keep bringing it up to them, but they're only two that stand out to me. Mm-hmm. I can't think of any Republicans that fucking want to do it anyway. But like, but like they. It's like that's just there's like a prime example of like you know I guess Bernie's not young, but <laughs> he's young at heart. <laughs> yeah, I mean I like him, um, but it's just a prime example of anybody who wants to make actual change, no one's gonna let you. And if you if you try to play by the rules, these motherfuckers ain't playing by the rules. So you no. ain't gonna get if if no one else is playing by the rules and you're trying to, you're not gonna you're not gonna get far. Yeah, man, it's it's nuts, man. How how far the the country has become divided. Yeah. Um. And like I said, man, I if you if you support Trump, I'm still cool with you. I have a neighbor who's like older, and he's got like a Trump flag hanging out um, inside of his uh, like sliding glass door and stuff like that. But he's cool, you know. Like I, I talked to him, nice guy, man. But you know, like hey, and like I said, it's, it, I always support like every every time the voting you know year comes mm-hmm. around, all that stuff. I say I always post about it. Hey, I don't care if you vote Republican or Democrat. Get out there and vote. Yeah. You know, because it is important. Yeah. And like I said, man, you can't I, I don't want to be one of those people who's like, uh, don't vote if you're Republican. You know, like don't vote but if that's, you're Democrat. That's, that's a bullshit thing it's to say. Everybody's yeah. fucking right to go vote and be proud to go vote, man. This is what happens, right? With the Twitterverse when the in the wrestling industry, whenever we you know, voting comes around. I post a video I, I post a picture saying I voted, you know, and people go, Oh, that's lame that you're posting pictures that you voted. Ugh. And it's like, fuck off, dog. You know, like, this is what everybody should be doing. Well, that's social media in yeah. general. It's just a negative cesspool. That's yeah. really all that it is. I mean, social media thrives off negativity. That's yeah. why, like, headlines and shit are always, like, negative. Like, they don't even make sense with most articles. Like, when you read yeah. them, you're like, you know, it's like, I'm making this bullshit up. But it's like, Undertaker scene, killing man. And then it's like, oh, you read it, and it's like, oh, he was making a movie? Like, why would you you know what I'm saying it's like shit like that it's like yeah. but people cause also too people just read headlines they don't read articles oh no I ain't got no time to read articles dog I need, <laughs> I need that shit in the headlines but but a lot of shit that, that's why a lot of shit like with these headlines people just go off that and it's the article's not even saying what the headline is saying yeah you know you know what's crazy when you brought up the Undertaker remember how much shit he caught for wearing the Blue Lives Matter shirt um, during his little, did you see? Did you watch this little documentary thing? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, God, you know, this is a guy who like was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, right? Sure. And he's catching so much shit at the end of his career. Like he's done, right? I mean, I hope he's done. Yeah. But like for wearing a shirt, and it's like, hey guys, that's you're 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 judging one part of him, you know? Like, hey, that's if he wants to vote Republican, do all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Also, I'm not, it's not surprising when you look at where he lives and type of personality he seems to have like him being that way and being on that side of the political aisle does not surprise me but but i think i'm trying to word this very carefully (laughs) so i think things like that people should be judged by because you're because what you're doing 
is you're basically saying like I don't I don't believe that that this person over here what he's saying I don't believe that these people are treated differently I don't believe that this person should have this or that or that it's very much what it is beyond political whatever a lot of political things people are saying now are moralistic and that's the way I feel about it mm-hmm. because if you go so let's say like because Blue Lives Matter is a direct reaction to Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. to basically negate what that what that means right it's, it's re- I, I, I'm not sure. I haven't read like a website or anything like their uh, mission statement or anything like that. So I, I, I just know that it's well. Let's so be I, honest, I, couldn't, they, I couldn't tell you if it is or not. Well, they the name they they straight up they straight well, up copied. There is no blue lives. Black people don't have a choice of being black. Yeah, you have a choice of being a cop. If you don't if you don't like what's happening, don't be a cop. People are gonna criticize you. You know what I'm saying? But by you being like blue lives matter, that means you're going like well, black lives matter is bullshit. Yeah, because have you ever have you ever heard anybody say blue lives matter and black lives matter i could say that i i you know i I have i have family that's that's law enforcement i'm I'm on my wife's side and then also do i you know support like uh police brutality no not at all so i I think you can you can support both sides and understand that yo what if these two like Movements, I guess you could say, sure. came together and talked a little bit and kind of like tried helping each other out, like rather than trying to go after each other. But you know, it's a complicated issue. It's. You I know. mean, I don't think it's that complicated. I think it's just that that I mean, the, the st- statistically, it, it there's proof of like what's going on by the sure numbers, right? But I mean, you, I guess you can support law enforcement, sure, but you got to understand that. The only reason why Blue Lives Matter, that saying exists, is because someone's at Black Lives Matter and mm-hmm. no one, and they didn't like yeah. that. No one. It, it's almost like the NWO, NWO and the LWO. <laughs> you know, like they straight up just like that's, yeah, that's a catchy that's thing. That's what I'm saying. That, like, that's a catchy thing. Let's use it. Yeah, and it's like, to me, it just shows. It's like, come on, man. Like as police officers, you should be holding yourself a little bit more above that. And instead of coming up some opposition, like, well, Blue Lives Matter too. Come on, just be like, hey. We understand. Let's figure this out. But most police, I'll, I'll be honest with you, when I see people like like in New York, like they're uh, like the police chiefs and shit, like spouting off and getting all mad and like mm-hmm. acting crazy. Like I'm like, how am I supposed to take you seriously that you're really not doing what you're doing? That's a different story. But anyway, what I'm saying is, it's like, yeah, when you when you start wearing stuff like Blue Lives Matter and stuff. That's a more that's a moralistic standpoint, and you're putting a label on your morals, and you're showing everyone what you believe, and m- the most common belief, whether whether you believe it or not, is that blue when you when you go blue lives matter, you're saying black lives don't matter. Mm-hmm. Like that's that shit's bullshit. That's a way to look at it. You know, like that's almost like judging a book by its cover. Okay, um, if I saw somebody wearing a, a black lives matter shirt or a blue lives matter shirt, mm-hmm. I would. I wouldn't just judge them straight off the bat. I'd be like, I, let me talk to this guy real fast. Let me see, you know, or girl. Um, you know, maybe they do have family in law enforcement. Maybe they do have a family that's been uh, a victim of pr- police brutality. And that's that's where their stance is, you know. I and, and, you know, talk to them a little bit more and figure out, like, okay, what's going on here? Because you don't want to just judge somebody. Because what if you learn, like, hey, man, they have a really bad story, a tragic story in, in the background. You know, and, and this is just the way they're kind of, you know showing it i guess but, you can but then i 
But then what what tragic story is there? You know, it's like with the Blue Lives Matter thing. Like, the backstory is you support cops. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see, that's that's where I'm like, I absolutely will judge you based on what you... Like, if you see someone wearing a fucking swastika shirt, you going to go talk to that guy and see what's up with him? You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of this stuff <laughs> is... A, yeah. a lot of this stuff is worn by people because they want you to know where they're at. That's what I was going to say. It's it's what whatever the initial reasoning for people wearing Blue Lives Matter shirt might have initially been to support cops. But at this point, they're just wearing those shirts now to tick off the other side, the Black Lives Matter crowd. Uh-huh. They're trying to tell you like what he's saying. It's like they're trying to diminish we, we, we're, it's like It's like when people say all lives matter. What they're trying to say is well, everybody matters. But at this point, when people say that, they're just trying to be confrontational and trying to start fights with the Black Lives Matter crowd. Basically making the people on the Black Lives Matter side feel like they are, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, negating their movement, hmm. which is a val- it's, it's valid. There's, there are, there's a lot of conversations that should be had. But at this point, the people wearing those things are not trying to have confer- com- conversations. They're trying to have confrontations. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're always going to have the assholes in the crowd that are just trying to start some shit up, you know? So I mean, the people that are in the, the Black Lives Matter protests, they go there and then they they wreck shit, but they're not part of the actual movement. They're just there to make it look like, oh, see, the Black Lives Matter people, they're, mm-hmm. they're doing all this damage, and they're doing, but they're really not. It's a couple of people that just planted themselves in the crowd to mess shit up because they were like, oh, let's well, fucking go destroy I mean, that, shit. That's like a different... You know, it's like something else. Yeah. I just well, I just think that, like, if your response to someone saying, hey, we just want our lives to matter as much as all, everyone else and get treated just as good as everyone else, and and that's a, like, that's a protest, and then your response is to be like, hey, let's have a counter-protest. Fucking all lives matter. And guess what? Blue lives matter, too. And that's our counterpoint to you. And it's like, you know well, they, these, these, co- these people were saying our lives matter just as much as everyone else's aren't saying, okay, well, they're not saying straight up, like, fucking all cops should die and mm-hmm. all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think there's a lot of, I think a lot of things are getting blown out of proportion. I think there's obviously people in any situation that are making things not good for anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, especially people who are going to like black lives matter protests and cr- doing crazy stuff. Uh, but it doesn't help when motherfuckers are like wearing blue lives matter shirts and coming up with their guns yeah, you know, that, it's like yeah. it's like there's this whole it's creating this whole situation where, like, man, why can't everyone why can't everyone come together and just hear out the people that are saying, hey, we want we want fair treatment or, or we want to look into something getting changed, instead of just being like, nah, fuck you, it doesn't happen to mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. so it can't happen to you. See right there, what you're talking about is you know the discussion part, right? It's it's hard in that kind of atmosphere to have a discussion and you know who's doing a lot of these like so they'll have like a like let's say a, a black lives matter um protest right peaceful mm-hmm. protest you know these russian bots are the ones that are starting like the oh, counter protests yeah. but so it's like that's like the craziest thing is that it's like it's being you know there's obviously there you know there's foreign interference going on with with both sides you know trying sure, to like stir yeah. up some shit and that's the biggest thing man is there's got to be discussion because without discussion there, you know, it's just going to keep throwing fuel on the, op- the, op- uh, the opposing sides, you know, uh, fight, I guess you could say, I yeah. don't know, like how to discuss how, how to, how to really, uh, I'm not smart enough to, to figure out how to say that correctly, but, um, 
But it just what's it's, the word? We're just in, we're in a really we're in a really fucked up time as far as like as a country we're very yeah. divided. And actually, this is gonna bring me to my next thing. So, um, you know, I I binged uh, I binged that Umbrella Academy. <laughs> right, that was a good segue. Yeah. But I was watch- so I also watched this thing about the Challenger spaceship that blew up right in like what the mid '80s something like that. It was like '85 yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it was '86. And uh, wow, man. You, you got Netflix? Mm-hmm. You should yeah, check yeah, that yeah. out. It's like a six-part series. It's like one hour each. And it, my wife and I watch it, and it is amazing to watch how unified the country is because we're putting goddamn spaceships up in the in the in the uh, in space. Yeah. Like this is like big deal, man. Like this is people are like sitting around the TV watching it. People are gathering to watch it. People are fucking celebrating because we put up a goddamn spaceship. Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like you watch that, and then you go, "What the fuck happened to us?" You know, like what? Like we went from like this really like patriotic country, like yeah, we're the fucking best, and we were sure. right. We were the best, and I, you know, yeah. we still have our problems. I still think we're the best. But it's crazy to watch, like how how much it, it it's 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 gone away from that, you know. Well, I'll tell you why why that is. I don't think anything has really changed as far as that. It's just that there wasn't as many outlets to find out things, and now that yeah. was with with social media and stuff, people are getting their message out, and people can finally be heard. I mean, imagine imagine all the stuff that was happening before like social media, and that we weren't we weren't hearing about and weren't seeing because. Some some dude in some town over there, so whatever happened to him, we don't know because there wasn't any kind of instant information coming our way. See, also that could be a problem. The instant information. Um, a lot of the uh, you know obviously nowadays social media, it's who's the first to get it out, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no fact checking going on. Yeah, that's a problem. That's always and been a problem. So now yeah. let's say pre um, internet. Yeah. Right. Pre before pre social media, even before pre internet, how did we get our news? Well, you got it at what five, six o'clock. Yeah. From three different stations, right? Sure. And so you all, we all got it at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, it might have been a different news channel you watched than what I watched. Yeah. But we basically got it at the exact same time, and they also had the time to gather the facts, right? Because they knew, like, listen, it's twelve o'clock right now. Mm-hmm. We got to go live five o'clock, six o'clock with this story. Get every information, you know, get all the the facts you can. So it was a little bit more reliable, I believe, as far as like journalistic, like the uh, respectability, yeah, like, like it was the like, integrity. Yeah. There you go, integrity. Yeah. Whereas now it's just like get it out, well, get yeah. it out, and that's know? and I think social media has absolutely created that mm-hmm. especially like tmz like that bullshit uh-huh. i believe oh. i think they're like the ones that like kind of like first started yeah and uh you know it's, it's unfortunate and i think there's a lot of things too that come out just from people showing things that you, you know gut reactions they show like pieces of stuff mm-hmm. right away and it's like you don't get the whole story yeah and i think and, that's horrible and um, you also get like you know a lot of a lot of it is also just kind of retweeting Fake uh, or un un un, un fact checked information, like people re- retweeting it or saying it themselves, yeah. Or something like that. See, I, I got I fall into that trap sometimes, and I I've tried like I'm completely off Facebook. Yeah, like like I have my account is still up there just so people can message me for stuff. Yeah, I don't even go on that. Like Facebook is like the worst. I mean, yeah. like I mean Twitter is is kind of that way almost, but it's Twitter's a, like a different beast with that. Mm-hmm. But like Facebook is like the absolute. Yeah. Worst, yeah. dude. Yeah. Just 
I was just tired of seeing everybody just talk about shit. And I'm like, man, like, I don't, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Like, it's making me so miserable. There was a certain time over the past few months where it, 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 like, it, it, seeing everything on social media, all the negativity on stuff like that, almost, like, started, like, affecting me personally. Like, it it, did me. It got a lot of people in, like, depressed. Like, I remember my wife came home and was like, I don't know why, but I feel, like, just not good today. And, like, I was like, I'm the same way. And it, it almost kind of is like a, it, it, it's kind of a good a good experiment, yeah. In, in, in what social media can do to your you know your daily because man let's 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 face it social media real life is like that that's 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 fake. Oh yeah, you know yeah. I remember when all that was going on, I turned off my phone and I went to the beach and I went body surfing and I'm like, according to social media right now, the world is falling apart. It's on fire, but I'm at the beach right now. There's plenty of people here. It's nice out. It's beautiful out. Like. The world's, you know, it's, I think we're okay, but just the, all that negativity you saw on social media just really kind of started eating at me. Like yeah. inside, it was crazy, man. Can it's, you imagine if Twitter existed on nine eleven? It would be awful. Yeah. Like I watched, there was some video that came up, and they always have these videos that pop up on nine eleven. Where it was just the morning of, like the news, just the whole day from mm-hmm. right before it happened to as it's happening, and they're not sitting there wildly speculating shit. They're just like. I don't know what happened and then the second plane hit you're like oh this is probably terrorism yeah which is what pretty much everyone thought yeah. at that point but there wasn't like you know if you're on twitter there's a guy going off oh, the government did this you know the people that do that the conspiracy theory bullshit it was but like, like that whole was that QAnon, all that stupid bullshit yeah. but yeah. like jesus but you know like, TMZ, like of... you were talking about tmz is tmz is the one that told vanessa bryant that her husband was killed in a helicopter That's crash and they're the ones posting pictures of the crash yeah like of their bodies. There are pictures that you just, can find online that were posted online of yeah. their dead bodies. Yeah. Just absolutely no respect. There's absolutely None. no respect. No integrity. None. Just straight up like bottom of the barrel bullshit ass journalism. Yeah. And that's horrible. And I think that shit ruins shit because people eat that shit up. Yep. And I don't know, man. Like, like going back to what you were saying though about like just social media is making you feel like shit. It's like when all you do is just read negative shit all day. That's how you're going to feel. Yep. Especially when we can't go anywhere. Yep. Like, we're shut down. Like, we can't go do stuff that usually makes us feel good and forget about stuff, you know? Even, like, going to the gym. Gyms have been closed. Yeah. I probably still ain't going to the gym. I, I, right I, now, but... I seriously think that, you know, what happened, what, like, uh, when did when did uh, George Floyd, uh, when did that incident happen? That happened in, like, July, uh, uh, June, June? Something like that? Maybe. Man, I'm bad with with that but it happened like obviously in the past was, few months I think it was around June it was almost like the perfect Man. storm because yeah, yeah you had people uh, not in work couldn't go to the gym couldn't yeah. kind of uh, uh, you know the, the the life was on shutdown you know and then you saw this replayed constantly on social media on the news of George Floyd getting murdered and man it was just like the perfect storm of people being like fuck like I've been cooped up for the past 10 weeks, you know, like I ain't got my job. Who, who the fuck knows what's going on with my job? Yeah. I can't go get my energy out and do what I love by, you know, going and playing baseball or football, you know, all this stuff that like go to the gym, all that. It just, it was a, it was a powder keg. Yeah. If you think about it, man. Well, you have no distractions. Everyone's just no. at home watching what's happening and unfolding. And yep. it was a horrible thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It just was the perfect combination 
of nothing happening and everyone's stuck at home just watching and just being angry about everything. Yeah. I don't blame them. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, it's that shit was terrible, dude. It yeah. should have never happened. Um, but then, you know, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, when stuff like that keeps happening, too, I think that that ain't helping. It ain't. It ain't, it also doesn't help when you have someone who's a leader, not trying to bring people together, and trying to take sides on it instead of being like, "Hey, we all need to come together and figure this out." Yeah, but just being like, "No, they're fucking," you know, yeah. whatever. That too. That's it's a combination of a lot of things, man. And 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 that right there, you know, let's take that back to to voting, right? We have we have the vote coming up in November. Yeah. And all you cats that fucking talk about you don't vote. If you don't vote, don't you can't you can't participate yeah, in the you conversation. Can't complain. You can't complain any either way. And it's not just about the fucking presidency, right? Like I said, it's not just about that. It's about your it starts on the local level. So, you know, if you've got a problem with a lot of, you know, the ways that laws are handled, all that kind of stuff, you know, you gotta look at the local level, your state level, and and really like do some research, man. My my wife like like loves when voting comes around like because like she starts to look at all the propositions and all the you know the yeah. candidates and uh you know like that's the importance of voting man you know if you really want change there it is right there yeah. it's, it's in the pen and you have the ability to do it so well it's, yeah well something as simple as this and this could affect a lot of people there is a law that is trying to be passed that would require people that have uh like uber and stuff to actually pay these people that work for them as employees mm -hmm. and that would basically those those places have already said uh independent contractors yeah. they're not envisioning. so if that law gets passed uber and the other like lyft have already said they're not going to be in california yeah, anymore shut down so that is going to impact a lot of people you know so even if something as simple as that you can say oh i don't vote on politicians i don't really yeah. know these politicians Think about stuff like that. Yeah. Think about stuff like a couple yeah. years ago when they voted on legalizing marijuana. Y'all motherfuckers. This is the kind of shit that this happened. This is important, too. Like, if you're not going to vote on one thing, at least vote on something. Y'all yeah, just... motherfuckers like taxis? Because <laughs> we're going back no, to them. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, like, that's real shit, though. I mean, I think that that pro that proposition was a 22. Something I, like that's that, a yeah. complicated thing. It's, all con there's a hidden stuff uh, in a lot dude, of Dude, and it's like, that's rough. Because at one hand, you look at that. I don't know why I'm this... I think I was just, I know a lot about this, but when you look at one, one hand on that proposition 22 in particular, taking away their, their ability to make people independent contractors, it looks like, okay, you're taking away this company's right to basically, um, take advantage of employees because if they, what, what they want to do is this proposition wants to make them make these people employees and give them benefits mm -hmm. and pay them hourly yeah. and do all these things. Um, but Uber and Lyft are like, nah, we ain't about that shit. We won't do that in California, which is kind of fucked up, right? I, to a point, I guess. I, I haven't guess. looked into it. But like, so. for instance, but, I, I do DoorDash as like a side job. And I make pretty good money when I do it. I can make $100 a day. But if all of a sudden now I have to work set hours every week, I'm not, I'm not well, as inclined to do that shit anymore. And that's like, what I'm going to, that, that's my other point, is that when you look at it surfacely like that, with that, what well, that law is trying to do mm -hmm. is it's trying to give people who do this more rights and more like uh, benefits and things and make them you know a little bit more solid and I, what it actually does it takes away a lot of shit like yeah. for him like if he does it on the hustle. side yeah and then if they start doing side, like start doing um, set hours and whatever or you yeah. have to work at minimum hours he might not be able to do it anymore yeah. and then the, he's asked out yeah. so I literally it, wake it up and just everybody. decide 
I'm going to do this today. Press a button and I start working. Yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden I have to plan my day around it. It's not worth doing it anymore because yeah. I'm driving my car, putting miles on my car. Let me make the decision on when I want to work and how I want to make my money. But then at, at the same time too, and then I get what you're saying too. If, California, if California forces this, on Uber and Lyft, they're just not going to be here anymore. Yeah. So then all those people lose that income. There's jobs, there's yeah. jobs that are out, yeah. But California's smarter than that, and they're already working with them to try to figure it out. It, yeah. You know, that that proposition would actually affect WWE. They probably won't be able to run in California. Oh, because the independent contractor yeah. uh, uh, wording yeah. in their contracts? It goes to them, too. Really? So I don't. So that probably would affect something they would do here. Well, I think that's, I think that's going to change anyway because Andrew Yang is... Like, if a Biden becomes president, Andrew Yang is going to have a big part in his cabinet and he's already starting his like uh case against wwe like the way they pay wrestlers and stuff like that they want to make them employees you see if i don't i don't think it's that i think what it is is that as independent contractors wwe tells people to do too many things with their lives and they're not they really can't oh yeah they treat them like employees but they're not actually employees basically you You see like so in the the uber lifts postmates all that kind of stuff i wouldn't you know like Adam right now, he just told me his experience with with DoorDash, right? And hey, you're like, listen, man, I, I like this little side hustle thing. I don't want the fucking benefit. I would talk to these cats right here and be like, listen, what do you guys want? It's your, you know, it's your yeah, thing, you know? Yeah, sure. So, and then let me tell you, dog, when's the last time you rode in a taxi taxi? Never, bro. Dude, you rode in a taxi lately? So, I was Can't doing do this, the last time I rode in a taxi was probably three years ago I just got done doing a little loop with WWE for uh, extra work mm-hmm. and we stopped in Anaheim and I had a uh, I forgot who I, I was riding with like Derevko and uh, AJ Kirsch and, and uh, another guy named uh, Jose I think we did like we did like Phoenix Las Vegas and went to um, Anaheim mm-hmm. and from Anaheim I jumped on the train back down to San Diego you ever done the the uh, the, the, the train up to Anaheim or anything like that. It's sick. Nine dude. years. It's yeah. sick. So I, you, I, I just like that was the the the, the extra. I just done like I, I had my first little like tryout match prior to SmackDown. It went really well. I was I was on cloud nine, right? Like I was riding high because Fidel and I would you know went in there and killed it. Yeah. So I'm driving or uh, I'm in, I'm on the train back home. It's about two hours. Not bad, right? And got dropped in, dropped off in Old Town. And there was a taxi right there. And I'm like, I'd rather order an Uber, but I just want to get home because it was late. You know, it was probably like 1130. And I'd just been, you know, on three days driving around. I just want to get home. I live right down the street. I live 10 minutes away. So I get in this taxi and man, it smelt. It was just disgusting. And I was like, oh my God, like this is why the taxi service has been crushed by... um, Uber and Lyft, yeah. and Lyft and all that kind of stuff. And even when I got out, like I had to use my card and I pushed the button and you go, and the guy yells at me, he goes, how are you supposed to leave a tip now? And I'm like, dude, I didn't know dog. Like I'm just, I'm just trying to enter this thing in. Like it's a goddamn, you know, like ATM machine or, you know, like a car, a swiper. Yeah, you talking to me like that. You ain't getting no tip. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, dude, fuck you, man. You ain't getting yeah. no tip after yelling at like that. But, uh, I don't want to go back to taxis, <laughs> you know, like yeah. straight up. I don't want to go back to taxis. I like these Ubers that uh, I'm getting picked up in. They feel like they, they're very nice. Yeah, bro. I'm about and they're a lot it. cheaper. Yeah, man. Taxis are a racket. Dude. Yeah, man. But, you know, whatever. I think if those dudes don't don't like the money they're making doing taxis, they should start doing Uber. And yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. But anyways, man, yeah, it's one of those complicated, like, uh, 
you know, it's a, that's one of those props. I would I would probably talk if I knew, if I got picked up by an Uber from here to November, I'd be like, yo, what's up with this problem? Yeah. Like, how you feel about it? Because this is your fucking job. I dog. think that that that's one of those things where you can actually talk to someone who yeah. affects. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's just tough too because like I don't I didn't really know anybody that was doing that. And I and when you look at it, you go, yeah, I'm gonna vote for this because yeah, these companies should be yeah. taking better care of these people. And then it's like, oh wait, this is actually kind of like fucking everybody because these companies don't want to do that, and yeah. they're everyone's being extra petty about it. And it's like, man, couldn't it just been this like leave it the way it was? Like, why do we even have to do it's, this? Yeah. It's just like raising the minimum wage. In theory, it's a great idea to raise a minimum wage to fifteen dollars. But you know what's going to happen? McDonald's instead of having seven employees is going to have three. So that's four people that aren't going to have jobs because of the well, raise minimum wage. Well, they've shown places that have done it. That does. That's not the case. There are no. There are going but, to be places like that for sure. But the, the problem is, you can't raise minimum wage and expect no one else to raise the prices of everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Because inflation wage went up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we're at with America. But that's the capitalist bullshit that we set up to where people get around things like that. That's why minimum wage hasn't changed in forever. I mean, I'm lucky enough where I get paid well over minimum wage. I mean, minimum but, wage has gone up. I remember when I was getting paid eight dollars well, back in 2003. When I first started working, it was like it was like seven <laughs> I mean, bucks what or is something it like twelve like bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's, I was like, was it thirteen right now? But it, it hasn't gone up enough as it should. No, no, and I and I hate the excuse where people go like, "Well, you should find a job that doesn't pay minimum wage." I'm like, man, for a lot of people, it's it's hard finding yeah. work out there, especially especially right now. Look at this shit right now. Yeah. You know, like, so I I don't know. I think people, I think people need to be a little bit more considerate and and empathize. And that would solve a lot of problems that are going on right now. Yeah. You know, you know, you want to move on to another subject? So we, we've, we've basically hit our political run one, right? Hold on. Let me apologize real quick. Cause my dog is sick. That's cool. So I'm trying to like, start looking at my phone. You're all good. Um, you're still in the conversation. I'm trying to be. <laughs> Here's another one. Speaking of social media, so I don't know uh, if you saw this, but this this relates to Southern California. Okay. You, uh, Joey Ryan, you know the the shit he he he's in. Oh, man, did you, hear, did you hear about it? What happened? To, what 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 came out today? I do. Do I really have to talk about this? No, what came out today? Yeah. Oh Jesus. <laughs> don't tell me, because now I need to know. So he filed three lawsuits. Okay. Yeah. Against a multi-million dollar against lawsuit against three women. Three of the accusers. Okay. So what that means? So that came out today. What that means is he has to prove that none of that is true. That's discovery. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how this is like. I mean, how this works? Because this this is so based. So so like, let's say I I've been going out there and going like, hey, Mike Camden stole my car, right? And he has my car or whatever. And then you're not doing shit about it, and then all of a sudden, and you you sue me for lying about it. Mm-hmm. You have to prove you didn't steal my car. Yeah, you have to prove what I'm saying is not true. Mm-hmm. So that's like that. I would I would hope that he's doing this because he is innocent. Um, it's fucking wild. It is. I mean, this whole this, this is the problem with social media too. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this is another thing where I don't want to sound like. Not every like you shouldn't take things seriously, right? By the way, I'm laughing because man, Chris picked a hell of a night to, sh- <laughs> to sit. I know it's just been a lot on my mind, I guess, man. Um, I just think that like it's very easy on social media to fucking everyone's guilty, 
right away because someone accused them. Yeah. Which I'm not going to say you shouldn't take every accusation seriously. I think the, the, when you stop doing that, then that diminishes people's accusations, right? But it's a little too easy for, for everyone making accusation. Everyone be like, "Yeah, fuck this guy." There was someone else who like I forgot who it was when this whole thing was happening. And none of it was true, and the people kind of were like, "Oh, yeah, it's not true," but no one said like, "Oh, I'm sorry." I, I'm trying to think who it was. Well, but so I can't remember, but there was a, uh, and I don't know if it's the same person that you're thinking of, but remember Chris Hardwick? He yes. Was, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. guy had an ex-girlfriend accused of him some stuff, yeah. and then a bunch of other ex-girlfriends stepped in and was like, "Yo, he was never like this to us." Yeah, and then people came in saying that she was like, "Yeah,", yeah. and then. But it was a big news story when he was the abuser, and then once it got discovered that he wasn't the abuser, it was kind of more like, oh, well, this ain't that big of a deal anymore. Yeah, and the retractions and all the clarification. Terrible. By then, the the, the damage had already been done, which yeah. is what you're trying to say. I mean, he's lucky where he got all his like work back and stuff that mm-hmm. it, it kind of think it, it turned out okay for him. But that's yeah. horrible. It's horrible. And that, it happened to us. He's in Sorry, too. The, uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. His wasn't so bad though, because I think everyone was like, that girl's story was kind of like, yeah, yeah But he yeah. was looped in for a little yeah, bit. With those yeah, people, and that right, can man. that can damage yeah. your like. Yeah. And I knew, and I knew someone that was like, yeah. And I remember the story. I, I just, damn man, it's like I feel like if I say something about this kind of things, that people are gonna be like, oh, Chris is a fucking like victim blamer and shit. And I'm not. Like no. I feel like all these things should be taken seriously, but what? sometimes your story. Just sounds like you just had a bad night, yeah. And you're trying to like a lot of this is like people jumping on celebrities and being like, "Well, I had this interaction with him." Like Aziz Ansari, he's like, "Oh, he he wanted me to suck suck his dick, and I did it. I didn't really want to, but I did it. But it's his fault because he pressured me to do it, but I still did it. And it's like, how, how is he supposed to know that? Why don't you know what I'm saying? Like you didn't give him any indication of anything. It's like, you know, I, I get that some people feel uncomfortable saying no. But then, that's not the same thing as him like sexually abusing you. Like yeah. you're, people are making it out seem like, man, he raped me and shit. And it's like, come on, man. Here's the interesting thing. So I'm I'm same with you. same kind of same way with you. Like there's always two sides to a story, right? And somewhere in the middle is the truth. So whenever like an, an accusation like that gets put out on social media, um, I kind of look at it and I go, okay, you know, like I was not there. I do not know. Like I, I was not there. Here's the weird thing about Joey is you had, what, 16 accusations come out? So that was kind of like the, uh, the kind of the more of like the, oh, it's kind of a little bit harder to, you know, that's, not. The, Co- that's the Cosby shit. That's when you have more, you have more than like eight people. Yeah. You're like, okay, yeah. maybe there's something to this. So, like, and like uh, I said, man, I wasn't there for any of it, but it looks like it, it looks bad. It looks really bad. It you don't know? look good, man. So, yeah. it, but I do think it's kind of interesting that he, he's only got three lawsuits going out against three of the accusers and I don't know who they are well apparently he's also going to sue Impact Wrestling which, which I, I think I talked about when we first when all this came out I think he already said he was going to file like a wrongful termination against them he's probably got a slam dunk on that one because probably, yeah. he, in the contract he, had, he it said that he can't get fired for any previous uh, incidents or something yeah, like something that right like that. so like that's probably a slam dunk for him like Impact's probably paying him um, probably. I, I would imagine so. It's if probably, it's in writing. It's probably cheaper for them just to pay him to stay yeah. home. If it's in writing yeah. and it's a contract yeah. and, and it is what it is. Now, the I don't know because he – I mean, he said he was making twenty grand a month from I wrestling. Have pulled, I have a – Tell you what. Uh, that's $19,750 more dollars than I was making a month from wrestling. <laughs> like, I'm like, man, he made money? Like, <laughs> damn, dude. He like, said he was making damn, three Joey. Th- Sorry, he said he was making three thousand dollars a month from distribution and streaming services via bar wrestling, and three thousand dollars a month from his Patreon. 
I mean, I believe that. Lost. I believe it too, Probably based was. off how popular he was. But he's he's like, look, uh, two hundred thousand dollars in economic damages and five million in non-economic damages is what he's suing them for. What's what, non-economic what, I'm, damage? I'm not sure what that means. Uh, you know, basically, I guess he's saying because his career is now over, huh. and it's like potential money that potential I, money. Like he would yeah. have made this money. I'm I, sure he would have made just, five million dollars. I think, at some I think point. this jumps in. So I read a little bit all of. An article too, where it said <clears throat> they'd um, something to do with like he was getting a thousand Twitter followers a month, and since the, all this came out, it, he hasn't. I think that's what uh, potential revenue, maybe. Oh, I get you. Maybe something I mean, like that. That makes sense, especially social media is like currency now. Yeah, dude. that's true. But like, I I always want to hope that this shit ain't true. But I, I, you know, you always want to hope it ain't true. It's just hard, man. Like. <sighs> You know, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speak on the Joey shit because I think it's inappropriate for me to, to and I don't want to. <laughs> it's an interesting situation. I mean, considering when this came out, um, I was like, oh man, like this, you know, like this is a huge hit what? to Southern California pro wrestling, well, especially because right? we all kind of know him. Yeah, I mean, I, I met him a handful of times. Uh-huh. Uh, he was always nice to me. Uh, I had a match with him. Yeah. Did you ever work him? Did you ever work him? No, but I but I've known him for a while. Really, I worked him yeah. at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, lightest lightest worker I've ever been in the ring. I'm with. sure. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but it is interesting. I mean, considering like this, it, it keeps kind of like coming back to the front of the of the line. You know, like this story yeah. where it's like, you know, first he, you know the the allegations came out, mm-hmm. and then you know he. I think he posted something saying like they he were posted like an hour long video. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then he he posted a video. Like, no offense, but I ain't watching that shit. I mean, it's an hour long. Nobody's nobody's. Watching <laughs> you need to keep, keep that promo to a minute and a half, brother. And, and, then, I'll watch uh, it. <laughs> and then you know, and then this comes out, which is pretty big deal. That he's he's, uh, which is crazy that it's, it's only three accusers. Like, and I'm not sure which accusers they are, but it's I mean, like that's interesting. That's interesting, right? Like, but you're suing these people for millions of dollars. Who clearly don't have millions of dollars. Yeah, these are indie wrestlers, right? So, like, what? That's the other thing. It's like, if you're trying to look for something symbolic, don't sue them for millions of dollars. That's kind of weird because yeah. you ain't going to get it no matter what. Because what will happen? I'll tell you what will happen. If, if, let's say, he does win and they need to pay that money, they can file bankruptcy because they ain't got that money and mm-hmm. he'll never get any of it. Yeah. So, if you're trying to do something symbolic, sue him for a dollar. Just, and, just to get his, his reputation back. Exactly. What that's what's more... This is this is the crappy thing, right? So let's say it turns out he didn't do any of this. Mm-hmm. He's still kind of ruined, right? Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Like I said, it's horrible that these people feel that he did this or whatever and accused him. I don't want any of it to be true. But, man, it's it's really horrible that it is mm-hmm. or, or that it, if it is, you know? Yeah, and it's yeah. like... It's like, what can you do, man? It's you're you're in a catch twenty two in this day and age where I don't know how you even prove that you didn't do this unless unless these people come out and just say I'm lying about it. What's he? How which is, is he going to prove like that a, he didn't do it? Which is like a hail mary toss, you know? Right? Like, how yeah. is he going to prove this? Yeah. You know? I, well, you know, I, I know he does have like messages. I, apparently, after these allegations sure, from from, yeah. from the accusers, I, okay. who knows if they were if if he pick he picked picked and choose what what part of the message 
you know, to to because he talked about it on the YouTube little uh, uh, promo that he did for. Oh, so it. you did watch it? I watched it. In, <laughs> I watched it in, in sections because no, it was, just, it was long, you, dog. That's what I do, yeah. So I don't know, man, but I thought it was interesting that it came out. Um, I mean, what's the total sum he's trying to get out? Like he's trying to get like five mil, five point two mil. Yeah. I mean, jeez. Ah, yeah, it's just crazy, dude. It, it's sad. It's sad if it's if it's fa- if it's false. It's sad if it's true. Yeah. There ain't there ain't no way about it. Like there's no no one's coming out of this on top of anything. Yeah. Well the worst part is these you're talking earlier about these people that have no money. Like now these people have to pay legal fees of money they probably don't have oh, to fight yeah. this. So it's entirely yeah. possible that they just settle with him to not have this go any further. Yeah, it's very and true. And then he would win. He wouldn't win five point two million, but he'd he might get some money. He might back. get some, and, and he might get a few people that go, oh, he'll, so he didn't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I knew this was coming because he started tweeting again a lot, like about baseball stuff, and I was like, oh, he's trying to get himself back out there to people. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Wild, though, huh? Wild. How, 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 how quickly the landscape of the indie scene just in Southern California changed as far as. It's gnarly, bro. Yeah, man. It's there's fragile. A, there's another dude that I thought was a. a it was a horrible story. Horrible story, but much funnier. <laughs> but much funnier. And I don't. I don't know if we want to. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it it's up to you, man. But uh, fucking uh, Sway Thompson. Oh yeah, he he got buried big time. Oh, man. big time. And then there was like this Instagram. Yeah. Uh, what, what was it? What's in Sway's butt? I don't know, man. But I saw that. It, like, they kept like following me on like first they followed me on Instagram and I just blocked it because I don't need that shit in my life. The same thing. And then like it showed up on Twitter and I just blocked it because it's like I, I don't. I just don't need that in my life. I, I, you know? I thought it was. I thought it was funny for like for a little bit. I mean, yeah. it's not like listen. Is it is it funny to to do something like that to somebody? No. But if they're potentially a piece of shit, yeah, probably. And, uh, and uh, also, how did that picture get out? There's a lot of questions I had, and, and I was baffled by the whole thing. It was like it was. I'm more laughing because of how ridiculous it was. Yeah. Here's but, here, here's the biggest thing. Suede was already saying a lot of stuff that irritated people, right? Like prior to to this accusation coming sure, out. Sure. Yeah. He was saying he was he was tweeting out a lot of things, uh, you know. Calling everybody else garbage, you know. If you do this, you're trash. If you do this, you're garbage. And it, it got to the point where it's like people were just like, "Hey, man, like you're not the fucking greatest thing in the world either." And but he was just—it was the way he acted prior to the accusations coming out. And then it—it it turns out that he's the one that ha- is doing the bad things, right? He's the one that's trash. Yeah. Like and then projecting. people just were like. You know, it's almost like a like you know throwing like a Motov cocktail on, on, on gasoline, man. It just yeah. ex- exploded, and it's like you when know, people already don't like you, and then you do something exactly. fucked up. You're like, oh, the mob is I mean, coming because exactly. you fucked yourself over already by being, you know, you know, yeah. you can't you can't get me flushed down the toilet if you're not a piece of shit. Yep, yeah. you know, and that happens, man. I mean, I'm not I'm not a fan of his. I, I, I had some. He he did something that I, you know, he, to, oh. that I had a problem with him and. I, whatever like I've been professional with them when I've seen them at like one or two shows that I was on with him or whatever but uh-huh. but I'm not a, I'm not a, I wasn't a fan of his so it brought me great joy to see that fucking that Instagram I thought it was hilarious when I first met Suede I, I, he was one of the first matches I had at Championship Wrestling from Hollywood I was in a triple threat with him and I kind of picked up a little bit of the the cockiness 
in a little bit of the arrogance. Yeah. But he was still nice to me. He was cool. I'm like, sure. all right, man, I'll be cool with you, dude. And I would see him here and there, and we were cool. And then, yeah, then you saw him start posting a lot of just negative stuff, yeah. calling everybody else, calling out everybody about how bad they are. Yeah. Calling everybody else about else out about how bad they are. And it got to the point where I ended up blocking, like I just unfollowed him. I didn't block him. I unfollowed him because I'm like, I'm tired of reading this stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I'd see him at a show, and instead of talking to him, I'd say hi. I would say hi, shake sure, his hand, yeah, do the, the professional thing, and then that's it. Yeah. So when it finally did come out, the allegation that was against him, um, I was like, all right, man. Well, fuck. This is kind of like you did this to yourself, dog. You know, I like, mean, you can't make yourself a target, right? All the repercussion that's happening from this, you, you did it to yourself. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of interesting because we're talking about Joey and him. Mm-hmm. And the problem I have with both of them, they both did the same exact thing. And I mean, it is what it is now. Mm-hmm. But they, it's it's just weird to me. Like they both had the same exact, they did the same exact thing. You talking about like as far as? No, I'm talking about the, the issue, the issues that I personally had with them. Uh huh. Like they, so they both had this thing where they publicly like to use the N word. Oh, for real? On social media, yeah. And I called them both out on it. I was like, it's kind of bullshit. You shouldn't be doing that. And they both had issues with me calling them out. I didn't know that. that. Yeah. Um, and that's and it's was just this, funny. How, how long ago was that? Man. <sighs> I know the thing with Joey was maybe a year before Nestor got married. So oh, whenever that was. Yeah, because Joey came up and talked to me at that wedding or whatever. And then... Um, and I think, oh man, the thing with Swade, it might have been around that same time too. I, I don't remember. It was a long time ago, but they they both like just to throw that word around, like really, yeah. And I was like, man, like on social media, and I was like, you gotta cut that shit out. Like I did that, not that know shit that. ain't right. And you know whatever. And both of them had this like, oh well, so and so gave me a pass. I was like, come on, man, shut <laughs> up. Like just you are, just don't use it. Just don't use it. You know, like whatever. Yeah. Oh, like, boy. but it's just interesting to me. Like, they both had that. They both did the same exact thing. Interesting. Right? Yeah. I mean, I whatever. I didn't know that. It is what it is. Is there any like happy topics that we could we could jump on? No, absolutely not. Because <laughs> I want to talk about fucking retribution and, and raw and preach, all that shit. Preach, dog. What God you got? damn, that's the biggest piece of hot garbage I've ever seen in my life, man. It's rough. It's and rough. I, I watch wrestling because I want to like it. Yeah. I never watch it going just, I'm going to fucking bury this shit. Because I love Roman Reigns, what they're doing with him right now. That shit is fantastic. Uh-huh. Love it. I love him being a heel. I think it's I think it's what he should have been the whole time. Yeah. He's just so naturally an asshole. Like, or, or like more of like a, I don't know, like arrogant, like, yeah, whatever. I'm the baddest dude here. Yeah. yeah. I believe that. This retribution shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> like... <laughs> It was like, I was like, okay, you know, they're like coming in and destroying shit. They're trying to make them look like rioters, you know, dressed yeah. in all black, like Antifa, whatever. Try to be current, whatever bullshit. Yeah. Vince going like, yeah, it's good shit. Like, whatever. And then all of a sudden they started like, the thing where they started doing their promo and they're like, my name's T-Bar. <laughs> fucking, that's the, uh, I was going to say Cisco. That ain't it. But what is it? Like, Slapjack. Mace. 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 Like T-Bar, yeah. Slapjack, Mace. And I'm like, what? And their whole promo was like, we are in NXT and we're tired of them treating us the way they were. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, you guys are pissed because they weren't doing shit with you. Yeah. 
I'm not really sure why you're wearing masks if you're in NXT. Okay, great, fantastic. And then, the, then they did the other promo. I don't know if it was the same night. They're like, we got contracts. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it was better to hire us and let us just fuck up the company. Which, like, baffled my fucking mind. Yeah. Like, why would they... Wait, what? What is this fucking crazy-ass logic? Why, like, why would you put in the, the storyline that we have contracts? Bro. I forgive a lot of shit in wrestling. Because it's wrestling. You know? Most of the shit, they do, most of the shit that's happening in wrestling doesn't make sense. Yeah. Logically, whatever. But it's wrestling. So you forgive it. But they gave you contracts... So you can keep doing what you're doing? That's like Antifa, like, rioting against corporate America and then going and getting hired at Starbucks. Well, yeah, they're like, hey, we... <laughs> yeah, we're, we're fucking... Uh, no, it's like Antifa being like... Or whoever, right? Like Antifa, I guess Antifa's a good one. Being like, hey, we're... We fucking hate Nazis. That's why we're with them now. Because the best way to like dismantle them is by joining them and having them beat pay them, us. Them. Like, like, man, I fucking hate Vons. So good thing I'm working here so I can like destroy it from the inside. Destroy it from the inside. And they know what I'm doing because I've been doing it. I've been coming here every day for a month and fucking up the aisles. So they decided, hey, we're going to start paying you to yeah. do this. It makes no sense. I personally, I get the thing where they were like, hey, we we're tired of being misused or whatever in NXT I think what they should have did is just be like the thing they don't know is we're, we're actually under contract already for NXT but they don't know who we are and that's why we wear the masks like oh okay that kind of makes more sense than you just being offered contracts for doing what you're doing mm -hmm. because you guys you already said you're under contract because you guys said you were NXT uh, yeah. I mean, it's just the whole. I mean, even that. I'm like, I sound like an idiot, but like, it's it was it was already six feet deep upon introduction, bro. The worst. Well, here's the thing, man. If you got masked people coming out right and and causing a ruckus and them saying, "Hey, we're gonna burn this place down," when they pull them fucking hoods off, you got to have some faces, right? Yeah, that already killed it. Yeah. That killed it so bad with like, the masks and being like... You need to have somebody under that hood that when they take it off, it's going to be like, oh, snap. Like if CM Punk like, yeah. pulled that hood off and was like, people would be like, oh, shit. And then, you know, any, any uh, rival, you know, competition, uh, just somebody with a big name that didn't have, uh, you know, that you... Uh, was from another organization, I guess you could say, like secretly yeah. brought in. When you bring in just, I mean, because really, so you had uh, Donovan D D Dijakovic, Dijakovic <laughs> yeah, who's, who's not a big... He's T-Bar now. Who's not a big name in NXT, right? Like he, he wasn't like a huge like mid-card guy. guy. Yeah. You had uh, the broadcaster dude, Mace, I believe, is that who it is? Mace? Dio Madden, right? Who was a broadcaster... Big, good size, yeah. good size on him, but nobody knew who he really was. I like finally somebody was like, "Oh yeah, he's the guy that got f 5 by Brock," and I go, "Oh yeah, I know who that guy is." You know, you're bringing in people that don't really have this name recognition or or uh, you know face face recognition. Like you don't look at these people and go, "Oh, I know who that is." So like, yeah, man, if you're gonna do that kind of angle, when you pull off them hoods, you gotta have some like, oh shit, like you know people yeah. underneath there, but. To that counterpoint, I feel like it worked. It, it's really in how they book it, right? So if they make them sound like a big deal when they pull off the hoods, then mm -hmm. people are going to believe they're a big deal. 
But them bringing up, like, them being at NXT just to have masks on so you don't know who they were in NXT, even though you can tell who they are. Yeah. And had not, not going by their names, it, it kind of, like, it just defeats the purpose of what they're doing. Like, we were in NXT. We didn't like the way we were being used. So now we wear masks and give you different names. Wow, really? So yeah. now you like the way you're being used? I don't understand what is going on. You like, know who this did, is weird. You know who did it really well was... Uh, TNA with aces and eights. Yeah, right? was it aces and eights? Yeah, that was actually pretty good. It was. It was for a while. As yeah. far as the reveal, at least you were like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. You know, like I know who all these people are. Uh, but I, but see, I don't think you need to know necessarily who they are. They just need to be brought up bigger than like they have to be brought. They have to be a big deal. Is what you're saying is is build yeah. them up to be a big deal. Yeah, I mean by having them like come in and like beat up people or whatever they were trying to do, but they kind of just didn't do it, and then. You know, I felt real flat with the mask thing. Like, they look stupid. And the names are dumb as hell. (laughs) Like, come on, man. Like, who wants to be called Slapjack? Poor Shane Thorne, man. Yeah. Like, that poor dude, man. Is that the cat that worked at... uh, Australian dude. uh, Yeah, he worked at SoCal Pro one time, right? Yeah. Oh, God, I can't remember his his actual, like, name. Is it... It's not Shane Thorne? Shane Shane Haste, I think, was his name. Shane Haste. That's right. Dude is phenomenal. Yeah. Probably one of the best wrestlers that they could ever have. And now he's Slapjack. Shitty gimmick. And just fucking wearing all covered up. Fucking. It's just the whole thing is stupid. Also, I'm probably going to catch a lot of heat for this. Also, Mia Yim, she stay off the mic, bro. Like her, 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 like. Yeah. A lot I agree. of, you know, I agree. don't. They got to. It's weird, man. Like, I. I want to like this shit, but it is fucking hot garbage. Yeah. And. His fucking dad, what's his name? Dejakovic. His yeah. like fake Bane mask <laughs> kills me, bro. It kills me. Like the face paint underneath it. Like what is? Yeah. Well, you you're you're one hundred percent correct on the on the promo stuff, right? This kind of stuff, this kind of angle, you got to have that promo. That that cat. That's the promo. The mouthpiece, right? Yeah. Why do you think I teamed up with with Devin? Devin's yeah. a promo guy. You yeah. know, I I don't. Dev, go into the ring, throw a few punches, throw a few kicks. You know. Do what you know. Do some. You know, I'm not asking you to do a lot of complicated stuff. I need you to get on the stick and fucking get this crowd worked up or right. get people caring about us because that's what Devin's good at. Devin's yeah. good at talking shit on the mic. So it's a skill, man. It's a skill, and you can you can develop it. Yeah. But some people not naturally have it. So 100. percent I believe that. And for sure. I, I really, you know, Mia Yim you know doing that promo like yeah she's indie I, good I agree with you it it, it, it was very stale very but, stale but I think it's because she doesn't believe in the shit she's doing they're forcing yeah. her to say that dumb shit and it's yeah. like how could you I mean I'd be man I hate I hate the position they put people in there sometimes like it's like god damn you couldn't just let them not wear their mask I think you could have got much more believable things out of them yeah. this would have been much more believable than these fucking cornball fucking masks and it's so weird because we had dominic on the pod like a month ago and he was telling us that they don't script him and raise stuff and it's just like well dominic is brand new and they're not scripting his promos and but well, they're they, doing with people who've been in the business for forever yeah. did you say they, they do they give him a script they give him like a template basically but they don't he doesn't have to go verbatim you know he yeah, actually he just hits the point he'll shit, call yeah. conan and be like, "Yo, can you help me out with a little bit?" Because Conan was was hot with with the with the, oh, with the bro. promos, right? Absolutely, that dude's fire. Yeah, so he says like, you know, he's he's able to to move around the verbiage a yeah. little bit, but that's also like, 
That's see, see, Dom's another person who I'd like to see get a little bit more comfortable talking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's. I mean, but the dude's got like, fuck, the sky's the limit. That kid, holy shit. Yeah, he's doing great, man. Bro, like I, that's the, the thing is like I didn't expect what I saw, mm-hmm. and I was like, God damn, bro. And that's why they keep putting him on. Kid's good. He's doing very well, man. But they're already putting him in a storyline that's very questionable. So. Yeah. Oh, with the sister and all that. So we. <laughs> So he, he's been, Stupid. and we uh, we were talking about this. You know, somebody asked us like, "What's his weakness?" And it's like, "Well, we don't know yet because he hasn't been in the ring enough." And he's only been he's only wrestled basically two guys, right? He's wrestled Rollins sure. and Murphy, and those cats are are very good. Yeah, and they they're hiding they're hiding a lot of his weaknesses, right? Which I guess is like a part of the part of the the magic of wrestling, exactly. right? Because I sat there and I was like, "Damn, yeah, like, Dom's killing it." But now, so he was. I watched. Um, the other night, Don was in a tag team match. Uh, he tagged with Humberto. Yeah, Humberto Carrillo. And he, you know, he had a very small part of this match. But I saw for a second he got he got uh, he forgot somebody mm. forgot. You know, there's yeah. there was a little miscommunication that sure. happened. And I go, ah, there it is. And I said it as soon as he gets in the ring with somebody else other than Seth and Buddy Murphy. Yeah, we're gonna see. Where where the weakness is because yeah. a lot of these guys might not know how to work with with yeah. Dom you know how, how to work with a newer guy like that yeah um, so I saw a little hiccup right there and that's fine though man because how many times have you been in the ring and go fuck I forgot what's the next fucking move oh probably every match exactly and with that comes experience and then eventually you learn how to cover it up yeah you know so yeah. if any I forgot who asked that question so. Uh, who asked this question about what his weakness is? But there you go. There's the first little instinct, you know, experience, and that's what what's, that's what Devin said in the first place. His experience is a weakness. Well, yeah, but I mean, the kid's got. It's like what's the what's the word? He he has nothing holding him from getting better. That's the only thing he can do is get better. He's got all the potential. All the potential. All the potential. Dude, what what a situation it is to be put in your first couple matches. And what he's been de- like, what, he, what he's been put into, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, he's only going to get better. Yeah, he is. I don't definitely. see how he can get worse. I mean, there's no possible way. Like, yeah, dude, as long as he's learning, which I don't think that's going to be a problem of his. The kid's going to be so damn good, man. And you were uh, you're correct with like uh, you know he, he's got he's got to pick up the promo. Uh, yeah. Ability a little bit more, but and I think that's that's gonna come in time too. It's it's that's a hard thing. That's especially, a hard thing, especially now when you like how many opportunities you really have to do promos. But it, I think promos are so weird, especially now that you don't really do them in front of live people. I mean, WWE kind of that was kind of situation anyway. Yeah, but that's kind of a thing where you gotta like do a promo, watch yourself, fucking work through the cringe. Yeah, and just like kind of figure it out I don't think there's really I think it's a natural thing that you can some people will just get better at some people just won't yeah and it takes know. it takes practice and also remember like you know Ray was never a big promo guy no Ray went no. out there and he, he he caught your attention with his uh, athletic ability yeah, he didn't need to be yeah. his lucha ability yeah um, and it, you know I, I also think like with promo skills the best people that the the people that are best at promos kind of naturally think they're like really good cockiness. Well, right? there's a sense of cockiness that they naturally have. Sh- sure, but I think it's it's not even. I don't think it's. I think it depends on who it is. But I think it's someone who believes that they're that. Like this yeah. is like who I am. Yeah. And it, and once once those people, 
bring out their natural selves in that, I think it's a lot easier to do the promos. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm not like the greatest promo guy, but once I started being a little bit more comfortable with myself and being like, hey, this, this is me, like, this is just me turned up a little bit, it's way easier to say something that you believe in. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's it's hard sometimes, like, if you're given a script, even though he, like, gets, like, the they just give him points or whatever, sometimes it's like, oof. Like, I still got to, you're still kind of like, I got to hit these things. Yeah, you think yeah. It's more working on, like, how can, how would I say this as myself? Yeah. Rather than, how would I say this as a promo? How would I say this as myself? Okay. And go, like, approach it from that way. Because even, like, with, like, going through, like, Conan, it's like, he's a great promo dude, but you're going to get, like, how he would say it almost. Yeah. And that's, like, that's not you. Like, I don't think that's Dom. I mean, no. I'm not, I'm not shitting on what, that at all. It's like it's like that point where you get in your life, like that point where they discover, like, okay, this is me, this is me talking. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm a little bit more believable. I think because I think that's what happened with Daniel Bryan. I think that's he mm-hmm. got more confident in himself, but like saying it how he would say it, yeah. just a little like exaggerated. Yeah, you're correct on that. Um, it's uh, you know, like Dev is a really good promo guy because even just riding with them. He says like stupid shit like that, oh, bro. you know. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. same thing with like MJF. Like, he's a great promo guy because I think something inside tells him, "Hey, I am this fucking, I am this good," you know, which is great, man. It works yeah. for you. Uh, knowing Dom, Dom is very, very humble guy, very nice, very, yeah. very like, he, you know, there is no. I mean, you think about it. He grew up probably a little bit more privileged um, as far as you know his, you know lived a nice lifestyle growing up yeah but he's a very nice kid he, yeah you know he, he there's no cockiness to him he's a very nice kid and maybe one day he he might have to kind of shed that a little bit while he's in the ring you know because he's gonna have to kind of go into this next le- like this mode of like listen i need to i need to fool these people that i am fucking this person that I, you know, I, 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 I try to be, you know, like that well, kind see, of stuff. I think that's the problem. He needs to not try to be something he's not. And if he is like this kind of reserved, like cool dude, he needs to try to like play up in, like try to use that mm-hmm. as like who he is, you know, and, and, and amplify that instead of trying to be something that really ain't his personality. Yeah. Cause I think that's where you're going to go wrong. One day he is going to have to shed the the son of you know because right now his his character is he's basically the son of Rey Mysterio yeah, yeah. right and eventually you know there is going to come to the day where you know I, I and I know eventually he wants to take on the Mysterio name yeah. but then he's going to have to run with it you sure. know and he's going to have to make something you know his own out of it yeah so it's it's going to be interesting to see where he goes with that because um, yeah he's going to have to build some kind of character uh so, you know from that. Uh, I don't know. We'll see, man. But hey, good for him though. He's doing a great job. Yeah, man. I mean, the only way he only has to go up from this point, and uh-huh. that's he's already had a hell of a start, man. And yeah. it's like I was, I was, I was like, holy shit. So yeah. good, good job, job, Dom, dude. You're killing it, bro. And then uh, it was so funny, dude, because I told Dom as soon as I saw his sister show up. Right on, on, on like uh, the first time she appeared on Raw. Not not the first time, but you know this this newer yeah, storyline. Yeah. I go, yo man, Vinnie Mac gonna get your sister in the ring. 
and he was like nah he, she already said that that she uh, she's not into it yeah and man. then the next week she shows up I'll tell you what and then the next week she shows up right? and she's in the storyline and I, I immediately hit up Dom I go I told you I told you bro money money talks and bullshit walks dude I'm telling you man when, when Vinny Mac hands you that paycheck saying like hey you want to do this yeah. oh at, at, at 19 years old I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure what them checks are looking like. But at 19 years old, you're I telling mean, me I'm gonna be on TV, and you're paying me, and you're paying me. Yeah, bro. You know, wrestling is the greatest business. Only in wrestling can you take somebody with no acting background and go get out there and act. <laughs> you, <laughs> dig? you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Make me believe he's not your real dad. Because like even like in wrestling school, right? Yeah. We do. We do learn how to act. In, yeah, a, in, a, in, a, in a sense, yeah. a sense, you know, like you got to portray your character. You yeah. do have to act like you're hurt. You have to act like you're beating the fuck out of somebody. You got to, you, you do, you know. I, it would, I wouldn't say it's a formal acting class, but yeah. there is, you know, an essence a uh, uh, acting class. Well, in it's there. like uh, get thrown in the water and learn how to swim. Exactly, right? exactly. But now you got uh, uh, Sisterio. That's that's Alea's <laughs> name, Sisterio. Getting thrown in there and going. Act like you're in a romance with Brody Murphy, and I think well, it's funny. I think the funniest thing is, is like how they're trying to say like Ray's not her real dad, but she looks. Oh, are they bringing that back up? Yeah, you didn't see that. Like no, Seth Rollins is like, one of your kids isn't your kids, and I thought they were gonna be like, I thought they were gonna bring back up that like uh, Eddie uh, Eddie Guerrero, Guerrero was <laughs> Dom's dad, <laughs> like like dipping in that pool again. But then, but they they said that like his sister isn't isn't really Ray's kid, which is hilarious because I'm like. Man, if you ever see Ray, they're, they're related, bro. Yeah. Like, they all, they look like that's their dad. Well, I think it's funny because at what point does Ray go, hey, guys, can we stop it with this fucking bullshit? It's like the only idea Mr. Man has. It's, it's like, like a legitimate kid. At a certain point, I, if I was Ray, I'd be like, listen, enough of this fucking storyline. Yeah, yeah, These yeah, are my yeah, fucking yeah, kids. Yeah. God damn it, you know? Like, I don't know why they couldn't just leave it alone with the, like, the love thing with Buddy Murphy. I don't know why they had to bring in the weird, like... Because Vince is a weirdo, he wanted to do an incest storyline with his daughter at one point. Ugh. So, Ugh. I mean, all right. Would you see that uh, the little uh, the little Twitter social media uproar about uh, Buddy Murphy and uh, Aliyah? Aliyah? Aliyah. Aliyah. Man, no. I, I I don't follow anyone from WWE on any of that shit. So I, I don't even follow WWE. So I don't. I see all this stuff kind of like third hand, like little clips, yeah. or like if I if I if I actually watch Raw or whatever. But a lot of it, I just see like I just consume in like little like clips on Instagram and shit. So but, the uh, so she's nineteen years old. Oh, and he's like thirty. And he's how old? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. So they're they're they're. I mean, it's, you know, whatever. They're upset about the the age difference. I mean, she's a legal adult. Yeah, that's technically. What I'm yeah. Whether you morally agree with it or not, it's a whole different story. It don't matter. But well, it's, a, it's weird. A lot. Of, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's not cool because like they've had problems, obviously, with you know the past few months with wrestlers, you know, messaging underage <laughs> yeah, kids." Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, happened a lot. And they're like, "Oh, now they're making it a storyline." It's like, well, first off, she's she's 19 years old. She's not underage. She's legal to make her own choices. And yeah, if you have a problem with like somebody in their 30s dating a 19 year old, that's a personal problem. That's your own, just yeah, your own thing. Yeah, like then you just don't do that. There's you no, just don't be 30 and date a 19. There's year old. no legal problem. There. But I saw people who said like, if you're defending the people who are saying it's she's a legal age, you're a pedophile. How is that? Possible? How? And I'm like, and I'm How? Like, this is, but this is Twitter. This is what Twitter Dude, is. See, like, that's why I don't. That's why I'm like, 
I try to stay off that shit. Like and I'll, I'll go on Twitter and say whatever, but I don't interact with people except my friends. But like that's that's stupid as hell. Yeah, I agree. You know what? Like I'm gonna go on record and say I don't find it appropriate for a 32 year old to date a 19 year old. Fine. Then when I was 32, guess what I didn't do? You didn't date 19 year olds. Sure didn't. <laughs> but I'm not gonna like sit there like she's an adult, whether you like it or not. And he is too, and they make their choices. That's on them. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh, fucking pedophile. He's not a pedophile, first of all. Yeah, like that's, that's a that's, that's a, a that's a, a heavy accusation too. Well, that's a heavy stretch too yeah. to be like, you dating this 19 year old means you're a pedophile. No, I don't think you're using the best judgment, my dude. I think that's a little weird. Yeah, but do you? You know what I'm saying? Is this the best storyline? No, I didn't even know. To be honest with you, I didn't. I didn't even know Buddy Murphy was like in his 30s. Uh huh. I said 30 as a joke because I thought he was like like 25 or something. I, I don't know. Because he, he looked younger to me. But yeah, I, I he looks, he's, you know, a good looking guy. He doesn't look like he's yeah, 40 years old. He's like 5'5", five five, so how would I know he's older? Because yeah. obviously taller people are older. No, I'm just kidding. I just but, thought that was funny because it's like, man. That's stupid, man. Um, and also, by the way, it's a storyline, people. <laughs> it's like it's like chill the fuck out. Just chill the fuck out. By the way, one of the greatest uh, romance stories of all time. If if you got a problem with this, oh Triple H, <laughs> no 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 no. Go back and read uh, Romeo and Juliet, the original. Do you know like in the original, like R- Romeo and Juliet, like she was like thirteen and he was like forty something. That's no yeah. really yeah yeah. Nope. I mean Edgar Allan Poe married his like twelve year old cousin or whatever. Did he? Yeah, he's a gross dude. A lot of gross dudes. By the way, speaking of Romeo and Juliet, I just watched... Uh, remember William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes? Yeah, that shit's fire, bro. I just watched that last weekend. It's fire. I love that movie, Yo, man. John Leguizamo in that? Yeah, Dope. dude. That, that movie's underrated. Big time. I think that was the first movie that I saw of DiCaprio where I'm like, yo, Di- DiCaprio's sick. You know, I'll tell you, the first movie I saw where I started liking him was uh, Departed. Yeah, and then yeah. Blood Diamond, and I was like, yeah. "Yeah, dude, he had he had banger after banger." Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Departed. I I got back up on that wagon when he when he came out with Departed because when he was making like Titanic and um, yeah, you know, like the Catch Me If You Can stuff, I was like, "Yeah, that's weak." Yeah. But as soon as he came out with Departed, I was like, "What?" And yeah. then he came out with Blood Diamond. Yo, what? And then he just started making Shutter Island. That movie was wild, dude. I my, so my wife took me to to see that because I was like, oh, it's a horror film. What the hell is DiCaprio doing horror for? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fine, I'll go see the movie. Like, I don't, I'm not a horror guy, but like, I'll go see it. Blew my fucking socks off. I, I loved it, man. I still watch it whenever it's on the movie channel. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna watch yeah. that shit. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Because he's like crazy. And yeah. Kinda like, they kind of go through this to kind of help him. Yeah, right? it turns yeah. out he is one of the patients. That's what I was going to ask. That's right. Does it have, yeah. You already answered it, but does it have, have does it have replay value to you? Because I Fuck a lot yeah. of people say because if the the whole point of the movie is building to the reveal. Yeah. And if you just watch the movie knowing the ending, it's not as good. Some people say. Oh. So I, when I when they did the reveal, it blew my fucking. That's why me too. Off. Yeah. See, I don't think I could watch it again. That's because it. I'm like that with like Sixth Sense. I'm like, once you kind of know, you're like, eh. really, you know. I, I still watch. I love it. Gangs of New York, though. Love it, I, dude. Love that's one of my favorite it. movies of all time. That shit is. Love it. <laughs> By the way, we haven't talked about this, and it, it came out a little while ago. Well, we've talked about it, not, not Chris and I. You see the new Batman trailer? Oh yeah, that looks fire. And if anyone says anything otherwise, dude. you're a dick. Like, come on, how could you not think that looks sick, dude? It got me, bro. It got me. I had chills. I was like, oh, I got 
goosebumps thinking about it right now, man. So Devin and I were talking about this a few podcasts ago, but uh, a, a trailer for a movie is basically a promo, right? Yeah. It, it gets you. It needs to get you interested in in in, in you know the the product. They got me. Yeah, they man. fucking got me. And Perfect. I and I, I'm one of those guys that read Robert Patterson as Batman, and I was like, eh, eh Sam, I don't know about I'll, that. You know, I admit I was kind of like, eh, too. But I I feel like I've been like that with every single person they've announced as Batman. Yeah. Because people even did Michael Keaton back in the day. People like dogged him. Yeah. For getting cast as Batman. He was the man. Yeah. He's see Michael Keaton's one of my favorite. Let's talk about this favorite Batman, right? Like so, my favorites are Adam West. But that's like, I kind of don't count that with the movies. Yeah, it's like kind yeah, of his own yeah, thing. Yeah. But like Michael Keaton, yeah. I love those Batman movies. Yep. But my favorite Batman, and I'm not saying Batman movie, so don't start shitting on me, is Ben Affleck Batman. I, 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 I dig agree. it. Like that bat, that portrayal of Batman, minus the like murdering people, was like the most comic book Batman that they've done. And especially him like fighting the people in, was it Batman versus Superman in the, in the, uh, in that warehouse and it was just like that Batman Arkham game where he's like fighting three or four people at one time uh-huh. and doing crazy stuff. And then just even him being all like like big and yoked yeah. and like moving around all crazy. Like in the beginning, he's in, he's hiding in the corner of this house. Yeah. And they shine the light and he kind of like goes, like, yeah. like scurries away like something horrible. That movie's like whatever. But that Batman I thought was, was top tier. I, I thought Ben Affleck... When I was like, well, he looks like Bruce Wayne. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you look at the comics, like the character, the cartoon character. Like, yeah. you're like, hey, that kind of looks like Ben Affleck. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I agree with you on that. I think he's cool. And I, I think, and it was cool because they were kind of going for like, uh, I don't know if you ever read the comic Dark Knight Returns. Nah. Um, it's about it's in the '80s. It's like what basically made Batman dark because Batman had been kind of this lighthearted kind of Adam West thing for like forever. Not not quite that corny. But yeah, like, I, get, I get what you're saying. Um, and Dark Knight Returns was a story it's kind of like this alternate thing where it's in the future Batman's like in his 60s and shit's like he stopped being Batman but stuff's starting to get bad again in Gotham so he becomes like Batman again and he's just like this hard ass like grizzled old dude and he's like all like big and bulky <laughs> and dude he like fights Superman at the end in like that suit and stuff Yeah, it's, it's a completely different feel but that's like the Batman they were going for like they were trying to do like, if Batman was actually Ben Affleck's age, because mm-hmm. I think he's like almost fifty. Batman's got to grow up sometime, man. Yeah, and I thought that was cool, but people were like just dogging it, like, oh man, he straight up murdered people. I'm like, okay, let's say in a perfect world, Batman actually didn't just like la- murder everybody, just lasso those motherfuckers up with yeah. his bat gun, just yeah. breaks their backs and like this. Are they like, come <laughs> on, like that's any better? Like I'm, a, I'm gonna leave you a paraplegic. And like all these hospital bills, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> because killing you is not better. Well, like, that, that was on. the uh, with the uh, the trailer for uh, the new Batman where it shows that you know him just basically like bludgeoning that one dude to yeah. death. Where it's like he won't kill him, but he'll leave him brain dead, bro. You know, like <laughs> crazy. But you know, and see, I, I like I dig that because that's more of like it's supposed to be like Bat- He's only been Batman for like a, like two or three years. Like he's mm-hmm. kind of newer. So he's got all this rage. A little wet like, behind the ears. Like emo, fucking ragey, like Batman. Because that's the reason why he became Batman, right? That's what my brother-in-law said when he saw it. And he goes, oh, it's uh, emo Batman. Yeah, I'm, dude, that's what Batman... I guess I like that. Like, I think it's cool. I like his suit, too. I think that looks that looks dope. It looks good. Yeah. Um, okay, now here, here's a question. You're, yeah. you're heavy into the comic books. Yeah. 
the Riddler is apparently supposed to be the, the main villain, right? Yeah. But the cat in the in the in the trailer, the dude with the duct tape. Yeah. Is that supposed to be Hush? No, that's Riddler. Oh, for reals? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I mean, no, I don't think they would introduce Hush in that way. Um, I mean, he's obviously like in the trailer. That dude's. I'm assuming it's the same person leaving those riddles. Okay. Because like he opens that card and it says. Uh, what does a liar do when he dies? Yeah, and it's, he lies still. Lies still. You know, and so that's that's got to be Riddler. Yeah, I think he's just they're just trying to do something different than. I'm just wondering know. if they if, if they just haven't visually introduced Riddler and maybe Hush is a part of that. Mm, I don't think they would, I don't think they would do that yet. Yeah, I mean that 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 Hush thing is kind of. Did you ever read the comics? No. So. Did, how do you know about Hush? Just from what people are saying? Uh, from like reading, obviously, like the dirt sheets kind of stuff oh, on it. So, the comics Hush ended up being this guy Tommy Elliot, who was like basically the polar opposite of Batman or Bruce Wayne, but like he's like equal. Like Tommy Elliot actually orchestrated the murder of his parents okay. when he was young, and kind of like led this parallel life to him to be like a villain, but like a villain version of Bruce Wayne. However, that wasn't really what was supposed to happen. Hush in the comics was intended to be Riddler, but it got leaked out, so they changed it. Okay. Um, and there's like the Batman Hush cartoon that came out. Spoiler: Riddler is Hush in that. They went back to the original storyline. See, that's where I think I got. I read that where like you know they they had one point been each other or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was it was, but that was more like behind the scenes, like what they intended to be. Yeah. I think I think. Like the dirt sheets and stuff like that. They, I think they, they analyze things too closely. Because I could tell you all the horse shit that I heard about uh, Suicide Squad when the trailer came out and people yeah. were like saying this and that. I think it's really like the simplest answer is the correct answer. It's 100% Riddler. It ain't nothing else. Yeah. How sick is it though? Like, does, So does Hush or the Riddler, do they ever use duct tape in any of the comic, uh, the comic books? No. That's like a thing just for that, for that movie. What a great fucking like... Yeah, it's cool, man. Like, it, it, like when they fi- they show him duct tape in the motherfucker's head, yeah. and then they show the head all wrapped up in duct tape. Yeah, you're like that's terrifying. See, I, see, then that makes me wonder. I'm like, wh- I wonder if there is because there's more villains in the movie. They yeah. already like talked about that. Like Colin Colin Farrell's penguin didn't even recognize him, bro. I didn't know that. I honestly didn't think that was him, dude. I, I, I somebody was like, yeah, Colin Farrell's in that movie, and I was like, I remember seeing him in that part yeah. where he's driving or whatever. Didn't even recognize yeah, him. Yeah, me neither. Danny, unrecognizable. But there's going to be, um, I guess they're going to have Arkham in there. And they're going to have a bunch of like villains in Arkham that he's already put away. Uh-huh. So they've cast a bunch of people. So, I mean, is it the Riddler? On the surface, it does look like that. I don't think it's Hush or anything complicated. That's a whole complicated thing. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm, it looks I'm just great, down, man. bro. Like, and, you know, I'm still, this is what I was telling Dev uh, back when we were discussing a couple weeks ago. The, the the trailer is amazing. Yeah. The music choice to go over it, amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, when when I you know, I said earlier that, you know, I was a little iffy on Robert Patterson, right? We still are. We don't know. Because you you know, he, he, that trailer was so good, it made Robert Patterson look good. Yeah. Right? So you still don't know like how how his performance is really gonna be. Sure. But it's it's off to a great start. I be, I believe in it though. Yeah. And uh what's his name? Um his name Jeffrey Jeffrey no not Jeffrey Rush the guy's playing Gordon that dude's oh, great yeah I don't know I don't know that dude's fantastic man yeah he's such a good actor I thought um, you were going to say you believe in Harvey Dent 
No. <laughs> oh God. I I'm not a fan of those Nolan movies. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright is his name. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. I, I will it. say regarding Robert Pattinson, uh, I know I brought this up weeks ago. I did see that movie Tenet. Oh yeah, the yeah how was Nolan that? movie. He's in it, and he's really good in it. So I feel like Tenet. So this is this is my thing with Chris Nolan. Yeah. I feel like he doesn't have stories in his movies. He just has concepts, and he executes like these highly like con- like these big concepts, but the stories never really like. I don't know. It's, I love it's it. It's like it tricks you into thinking it's a good story because it's like a complicated it, thing. It, it is a really, really complicated movie. Really, there is a there is kind of a sto- there is a story, but it's not the main character's story. It's it's hard to explain it without like going into like spoilers of the movie. Yeah, but I don't want to. There, it's very much like they explain it really early on, and then throughout the course of the movie, you're like. I'm kind of confused, but then by the end, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen Tenet yet, and I do want to see it, yeah. so don't spoil yeah. it for me. But I, I, I going do... to theaters is really fun, by the way, because it's empty. Because I, I went and I was literally me and the person I went with were the only two people in there. Nice. So they say oh, wear masks, but there's no one else in there. Yeah, yeah. They say you can wear a ma- you, you can take it off when you drink. So I just drink bought a soda. Time. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Next to me, every time they walk in, take a yeah. drink. Yeah. They... Um, but yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a Christopher Nolan fan, I, and I I thought the the oh. three Batman's he did, I loved them, man. Yeah, I, I loved them. Not with it. Yeah. No, I like I, um, Batman Begins is 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 hokey is really hokey to me, and I know people swear that it's not, and I'm like, there's a lot of like cheesy one liners and shit, and it's it's okay, it's okay. Um, I don't like what they did with the Rashad Ghoul thing. I thought it was like it's like this is weird really um i also don't like how you can't see the fights really because it's a little dark yeah and it's like kinetic and like the camera's moving and i'm like i like clear fight scenes that's a personal taste Mm -hmm. i think dark knight the dark knight is definitely the best out of the three it also doesn't feel like it even belongs with the two the two bookend movies yeah i agree um it feels like it has like a way different feel but i also believe it's because of heath ledger like that movie rocks because of him. He murdered it. Oh, to Christian Bale, bro, as Batman, I hate it. I liked him. His voice kills me. <laughs> his voice kills me. And then he's also not like a. It's weird. He's not really a detective in any of these movies. He has like Lucius Fox do all like the research for him and shit. Yeah. And then where that, but where Dark Knight falls apart for me is when, when, it's clear Heath Ledger died, and they couldn't really end it with him, and then like Aaron Eckhart's Two Face and mm-hmm. Aaron. Aaron oh, he stinks up the screen for me and that like I hate I hate that two-faced thing and how that all played out Dark Knight Rises I thought was the biggest piece of horse shit like it had a lot to live up to with the Dark Knight well, bro, so. it was it was weird it was I'll, like, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you on that it wasn't the greatest um it's not even a can you even call it a sequel is it a sequel like yeah, 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 yeah. It, it just had a lot to live up to. Uh, well, I don't think it's even that, man. It just was like, what? Are you, like, what's going on? Like, like he stopped being Batman. Like he gave up. And it was like all broken down, but it makes like a robotic leg knee brace. It can like break stone. A little weird on that. I agree with that. Okay. A little weird. Um, but, but but not only that, I'm like, so the cops, right? This is the. Uh, no fucking this is the dumbest strategy I've ever heard seen on film or any anything they're like oh Bane is in the sewers with all those people let's send every single cop we have into the sewers that's like almost verbatim uh-huh. let's send every single police officer down there at once who the fuck who the fuck thinks that's a good strategy <laughs> and guess what happened they all got trapped down there except for the ones who fucking Gordon or whoever yeah also too 
This dude, come on, Batman had that jet on top of that on top of that building this whole time while he was healing and Bane didn't find that but Bane knew where all the rest of his shit was <laughs> fuck out of here man there's like a lot of things I'm just like this is also Bane's voice they, I don't know why they did Bane like that like cause in the comics he's like a and I, I'm not I'm not this dude that's like it needs to be like the comics or whatever right Yeah. but the character of Bane in the comics is so deep and like so interesting and so much better than what they did with him that it like fucking blows me away that they just reduced him down to this dude who ended who who was just doing this because of Talia Ghoul because he like fell in love with her when she was a little girl and and like at the end or I guess that's what I got from it he was her protector yeah weird and then <laughs> so he did he did all this just to die in the friend zone still like so he didn't even get anywhere you know what I mean but it's like it's weird how they just well, it's also weird because those two actors are clearly not that far apart in age, so that doesn't really check out with no. me either. Like what? Like Marion Cotillard is not that their age difference with Tom Hardy is not that drastic. So you're telling me that he met her when he was an adult, yeah, it's awkward, and she was a child, yeah, and now they're both like the same age, age. yeah, the same age basically, right? But I think uh, my my biggest my like my biggest thing with it all is that. It's just that, like, why do you have to do Bane like that, man? Like, he is one of Batman's single greatest enemies in the comics. And, like, he's one of his biggest arch nemesis. He broke Batman's back. Like, he is, like, in the comics, he's a master strategist. He's actually a child who was born at a prison in South America called Santa Prisca Prison. Because his dad, his dad was serving out a sentence he couldn't fulfill. Uh Uh-huh. And in this in this country or whatever, if your dad dies, if your father dies while in prison, you have to go to prison and serve out the rest of his sentence. So he basically grew up in this prison and was like just a regular, like weak dude, but was super smart. Master strategist. So he he started running the prison because he figured out how to like use his you know, be smart enough to do it. Shot caller. Exactly. But then what happened was the the um the, the prison warden got this shit called Venom which is like a super steroid and started experimenting on him on him and it made it would make him like all like super strong like buff and shit gas of the gills yeah just super gas so he started using that to his advantage and he basically was like he could leave the prison whenever he wanted because he had he had he was shot calling everybody and he was like I'm bored I'm gonna go to Gotham and hunt Batman because I'm just bored and he he got he he went to Bat he went to Gotham and and just wrecked Batman so bad before he even fought him got him so tired he let out every prisoner in Arkham uh, in Arkham uh, Asylum so Batman was running around all for like nights on end like trying to help and put things away Bane figured out it's Bruce Wayne so as Batman's coming home Bane's sitting in his Batcave waiting for him he's like alright now I'm gonna fight you fucking just picks him up and breaks his back and he's out <laughs> Like, come on, who does that? And then what? What do you do? You give him like this goofy ass voice, and then he's like in pain all the time or, or whatever, and he's like, <sighs> kills me, bro. Like, all right, I'm sorry to bring you down. No, I know, but but <laughs> but my biggest problem with Christopher Nolan is wanting to make these movies so damn realistic, which I think is such a deterrent because he's always about making these Batman movies like realist, like bringing that realism to him. 
There ain't nothing real about a motherfucker jumping around in a bat suit. Yeah. Being true. a billionaire. Like, you got to lean into that shit. And it works. Like, if you look at the Marvel movies, they leaned into that shit. And and that's what works. That's what that's why this shit works, because it's not realistic. And that takes me out of those movies. Because they, to me, they try to make it so realistic that they fail on making it realistic, and they make it fucking stupid. Welcome to my TED Talk. He's a man of passion. Goddamn. Goddamn passion. I, I, I felt that, dog. Bro, because people gas those movies up so bad, and I'm like... <sighs> All right. We got some questions? Uh, we do. Well, you want to do some questions? Yeah, man. I'll do it. <laughs> so, this is one that Mike texted me earlier. I'm not really sure where it came from. Drew P.A. Drew P.A. He's a listener. Uh, what finisher would and finish would you like to have as a potential send-off for a retirement match? Kind of. So, so this is for you, I guess, Mike. I think what he's trying to say is... <laughs> Fuck me, right? Is do I have a... A finish in mind that I would want to do for my last match. I think that's what I, I think well, that's what he's trying to say, right? I think the finish would be you going out on your back because that's what you're supposed to do. And that's exactly what I would say. So hey. I, I don't have any kind of uh, finisher that I would want to take or uh, finish in mind, but I do believe, and I'm not going to say I'm old school, but I do believe you go out on your back. Yep, you got to go out on your back because there's no point of you going over. And, and, and burying a kid that might, you know, go on to do better things. Uh, you, you put that kid over as much as possible. You make him look good. Hopefully you have a good last match. And uh, that's what I think. Go out on your back. You're welcome, Ryan, kid. Was that your last match? I think. I can't even remember. I dude. thought it was that one up in, uh, in, in uh, the Bay. Oh, <laughs> I wiped that from my memory, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was hot garbage. I, I actually... Would you come back for one more match? No. No? You, 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 uh, you're no. done, right? I mean, I, it'd have to take, like, I don't know what it would take. Yeah. I just don't. What if they said uh, Amazing Web versus Glacier? Oh, yeah, I'd do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd do that. Yeah, I'd wrestle, I'd wrestle Glacier in a heartbeat, dude. Or Shark Boy. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's weird, too. I also, like, for some reason, I have this weird idea that even, like, MMA fighters, I feel like... I, they shouldn't go out on a win, you know, because like, <laughs> it's weird, right? It's weird. But MMA is real, dude. Yeah, that's the thing. Or so you think. Because like, as soon as, soon as you, you get to that, to that, you know, that, uh, the back end, right? That, yeah. da- that downward slide. And like, maybe you're just, maybe just getting by on some wins. Maybe you've lost a couple times, but you know, you're just getting by, by on some wins. If you keep winning, you're never going to say like, it's time to go. Whereas like, if you get sure. beat, you're like, listen, I've done everything I can. I trained my ass off for this fight, and I just I can't. It, it, this is obviously the end of the road here. Yeah. I don't. How many, how many MMA fighters have retired on top, though? A few. A guy named uh, Chris, Chris Lytle. He went okay. out. He, he was one of the, like, the, the, like, the, he wasn't ever a champion. Yeah. But he was one of, like, those, I'm going to watch him. Cause whenever he fought, man, he, it, was a, it was a scrap. Okay. And he went, out on, he went out on a win. There's a few guys that have gone out on wins. Technically, Brock did, even though they overturned that and he oh, yeah. failed the drug test. And yeah, against Mark Hunt. He, uh, but did he, they overturn it? I thought they didn't. No, because, yeah, he was, he was gassed up. Because yeah, he, he tested positive. And even Mark Hunt uh, sued the UFC for it, too. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah. But I, who knows I if that's actually Brock's last fight. 
Man, really I don't. Everything. I don't know if steroids makes you a better fighter, man. It doesn't. What it does is it helps you recovering. So like oh, the, the training, so you won't be gassed out. The training breaks your body down, basically. Yeah. And then, like you know, let's say you have to get into weight cutting. Yeah. Weight cutting fucks your body up. So you know, it's kind of like you just need to be able to recover from yeah. the from the uh, intense training that you're doing. So now, I mean, let's let's be real about this. I, I've never done steroids. I was against them when I was younger. Yeah. Nowadays, like if some, like at my age, right? You and I were in our later thirties, right? How old are you? Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. So we're, yeah, I'm thirty-eight. Yeah. I just turned thirty-eight. We're in our later thirties. Oh yeah, yeah. Under doctor supervision, we could do it properly. Sure. Um, do I think high school kids should be doing it? No. Do I think younger kids in their twenties no. should be doing it? No. And I, so when I where I grew up, there was a bunch of kids that were the same age as me doing it. Well, I knew one too in high school. For no reason. For no reason. You know why they did it? Because they wanted to get big and they thought it would get girls and they thought it would, you know, make them better fighters. And it's like, nah, dog, muscles don't make you a better fighter. Like, you have to actually train to be a <laughs> yeah. fighter. Getting um, fights makes you a better fighter. So it was Maybe. interesting. I used to see a lot of kids uh, doing that when I was younger and I'd be like, why are you doing that? Like, tell me right now, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. I can understand this, right? And, and this is kind of like, obviously, like, you know, there's going to be different speculation about it. But if I was a kid that maybe had a chance at a, or I got a scholarship to a, a college, right, for football, and I go there and, you know what, man, like, these kids are fucking equally, like, I was, I was king shit at my high school, but I go to this college now, they're all good, you yeah. know, and some of these guys, I got to keep up with them, man, and they're using the gas, and I got to, I got to stay up with them, man, so I can understand the, um, the need right exactly yeah. like the, the how enticing yeah. how enticing it looks yeah to be like i gotta do this if somebody came to me and said hey that's why i'm doing this i'd be like okay i get it because you're trying to get to the nfl and this might be like the little extra boost you mm-hmm. need i get it i get it but if it's just some kid doing it for cosmetic reasons i ain't fuck with that i ain't fucking yeah. with that i mean i was like you too against it but i think it's just like propaganda because then i watched uh bigger faster stronger yeah and that turned me around on it dude listen i knew a lot of kids on steroids growing up and i didn't see any of them die i didn't see any of them really do anything stupid um i remember this one dude he was real skinny and then i saw him a few months later and he was jacked up and i'm yeah. like yo dog what are you doing and he was like i'm on steroids didn't lie about it straight up honest honest about it and i'm like hey good for you man for being yeah. honest you know he's like i just wanted to try it and he was still a nice guy, you know, like... Yeah, you know, all that stuff was all started by the government. <laughs> it sounds like conspiracy theory, but it's true. Because if you ever watched that documentary... Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's, it's all good. it's all just because, like, they were mad that the Russians were yeah. getting, getting up on them about it, you know? Yeah. And then they brought in, like, people who didn't even... Like, this doctor who didn't even do any research or anything was, like, a doctor in a random-ass thing just to be like, steroids are bad. And they're like, yeah. see, 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 see? Yeah. You know, whatever. Am I going to do it? No. Yeah, but, I mean... It's not. People act like it's like heroin, you know. It's 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 probably the done right, even not done right. It doesn't do shit like, like really to like to any like it doesn't. It's not bad. It's not like like what people do cocaine. They're all like drugged out and high. It doesn't mm-hmm. do that to you. you uh, no. And 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 people act like it does. People act like it's this like dangerous thing. And the people that had roid rage were people who already had uh, aggression problems. Yeah, they were so, already dickheads. 
you know, whatever. It makes your dick small. It's not your problem. That's that guy's problem doing it. So yeah. let him, let him, let him get his balls shrinking and get his muscles big. If he wants to do it, fine. It doesn't affect you. I just, you know, I think with like sports and stuff, that's kind of a tricky subject. Like, yeah. do you let that in? Do you not? I think, I think in a in a fight with like Brock Lesnar and Mark Hunt, I think you're kind of kind of whining a little bit, bro, to be like. Well, it's because of steroids. Like, well, if you're a good fighter, you're a good fighter. Yeah. And Mark, you're a good fighter. You just got knocked out. Like that dude, like Brock Lesnar, is 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 a is a freaking Godzilla of a person, dude. Yeah, he's a freak of nature. Yeah, and if he didn't use steroids, we would he still have won that fight? Probably. Maybe. I don't you know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I just don't understand how steroids would have actually helped him in that fight. Besides, just is this. Is, is he not going to get, like, gassed out? Like, Yeah, it all depends on, on what you take. Yeah. You know, exactly what are you taking. Um, here's also the thing. like, And like I said, I don't, I don't promote people using steroids. Yeah. You know, I don't promote it. But I can understand it. Sure. If somebody said, hey, Chris, listen, man, you've had a pretty good career as a baseball player. But you're starting to slip a little bit. You know, you're, you're, you're a little bit older now. You know, your reaction time isn't as good. You know, all that kind of stuff. You know, and we got some young cats, man, coming up. They're fucking heavy hitters. You, you know, they might take your spot, and you're like, "Fuck, man, this yeah. is millions of dollars. Sure, millions of dollars on the line." I, I, I understand when when you got millions of dollars on the line. I understand it. Yeah, man, I understand it, man. I get it. It's pressure. It's yeah. pressure, especially in sports, and it's it's not just pressure from the team or from you know management or whatever. It's pressure fans yeah like you got to perform dude like that's what it is so america america kind of creates that that situation like we like as our society puts all this pressure on people but we expect them to be infallible you Mm -hmm. know um especially with like entertainers yeah like it's like sylvester stallone bro like actors like i don't give a shit they're doing steroids man that's acting (laughs) steroids don't make you a better actor but if you need to get in shape like you you think chris evans is getting in shape for captain america in like two months without doing something fuck out of here Listen, dude Chris we need you to look like Captain America in fucking three months Yo, dog give me all them steroids <laughs> pay me eight million dollars to be in Captain America 4 fuck yeah. yeah I'll do that shit yeah man and then as soon as that shit's done I'm going right back to fucking normal as a dad bod you know what yeah. I mean like I, it's just it's just like the out of all the drugs that they could possibly make a, a fucking a big deal about steroids is like the dumbest one yeah, and I can, uh, you know, it's just one of the, it's just, it, it's, it has to do with sports and all that bullshit, and it's just. Well, it's, it's because people, they don't, they don't want to lose out on money. That's yeah. what it is. People with money decide these things, and, yeah. how, and they have to weigh the options, like, how, how, how is this going to affect my money? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. What's, uh, yeah, so anyways, go out on your back. That's that was a, a big tangent. That's what I think. <laughs> the only other one we have is from Matt Twisted. What up, Twisted. Twisted1983 asks, what are your favorite Stone Cold promos? None. He's a hack, dude. <laughs> uh, if there was like the most overrated wrestler award, it'd be Stone Cold Steve Austin. He'd get that. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not serious. Uh, Austin 316. That that promo is the most epic promo of all time. Yeah. And actually, uh, you agree with it? I, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I actually asked this to Devin a little, while, a little while ago, a few weeks ago, and I go, hey, man, what's the one promo that changed somebody's career you know like and what is it it's awesome 316 man it, it made his fucking career right yeah. like 
At first, Devin was like, oh, Ric Flair, probably all of them. And it's like, no, no, no. I'm talking about, like, the, the one that changed the direction of, like, yeah. a guy's career. And it was like, yeah, Austin 360. If you ask me the best promo in all of wrestling history, it's going to be that one. Yeah. And it's for that exact reason. I, I could be like, you could be like, yeah, Ric Flair, all of his promos are great. Okay, which one stands out? Yep. I can't name one. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of good promo dudes. I can't name that's the only promo that I can name be like this promo right here. Yeah. Like is the one. Because like Ric Flair, like he's a great promo dude, but they're all great promos, so none yep. of them stick out. Yeah. You know, none of them really changed anything around for him. No one no, nothing had that impact, that that corner turn. Yeah. Than that Austin three sixteen one. Yeah. And Oh, I guess the, I guess the CM Punk like the the pipe bomb one, but whatever. Yeah. That's, to me, that's still not even on that level. Like that's no. That did take him kind of from a pseudo semi main eventer, and from that point on, he was pretty much a main eventer who made just as much money as Cena. So I'll say, I yeah, mean, it, it looked like it changed his career. But ain't none of these motherfuckers got Stone Cold money. Eighth, no. it, I think Austin three sixteen changed the business. It did, and that's, and that's 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 it right there, man. Like that. That is what changed wrestling, was that promo, whether you like it or not. Yeah. And you can I, sit there and you can be like, Ric Flair had this promo against uh, fucking Ricky Dragon on March 5th, 1989. Like, like yeah, I get it. It's a great promo. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good promo. But what promo did all this change in one night? Yeah. This one. And that's it, man. You can't. What, if that doesn't happen, that. we're probably talking about WCW today. We're, <laughs> probably, we're probably not talking we're, about yeah. WWE. Can you look up, when did, when did that Austin 316 promo happen? Because did that, did that kickstart the Attitude Era? I think it's King of the Ring 97, right? Was it, was that? 96. 96. 96. Okay. Now, now, did that technically kickstart the Attitude Era? That, that? Mm, no, because I think, I think that, I think that pretty much started mid-97, early 98. Early 98 was when it was really going. That's when the NWO was hot. That's when Austin started getting hot. Okay. When Rock kind of turned heel and but, started getting hot. But that's when he started like, that's when like yeah. he started wrestling Bret Hart. Yeah, had that fucking dude. Ninety seven was him building was, to the Bret Hart. Match. That was the first time that I really took notice of, of Stone Cold. Like, cause you know I didn't watch him in WCW. Yeah. I didn't watch him in ECW. I didn't know anything about the Hollywood Blondes or anything yeah, like he that. Wasn't, I mean, that's he not came as the Ringmaster. Yeah. And that's why that's that was my first introduction to Stone Cold. He was the Ringmaster, and I was like, okay, he's just kind of a generic henchman for I think the million dollar man am I correct yeah, on that 100%, yeah. and it was just like okay he's just the ringmaster and then motherfucker hit that promo bro that, that is that's the greatest promo of all time yeah I agree I mean can you name what other promo sticks out in your head I mean you, you, obviously you have like and I'm not saying like it sticks out in my head I'm just saying like historically probably like that uh, what is it Dusty Rhodes hard times shit oh you shit know, like yeah. that, was, that, was, that was dope that's, that's one of the greatest that's dope there. yeah um, I don't know how I just that just didn't even occur to me, but that's you know, still not the same thing. You know, uh, Hogan had a lot of good promos. Please, but name one that's like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he had, like, the one where, he, like, he was talking about, like, get on my back and I'll paddle you in or some shit like that, you know? like, do you remember? remember no, but it's just it's hilarious. You know it's more hilarious. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, a, like a significant, like, this promo, like. Yeah, no, nah, nah, you, nah, nah. you know what I mean? Like, I can't really. I'm not as. Like I love wrestling and I loved all that shit, but there's that's the only one that sticks out in my head, man. Like just that one. Yeah, like that, that. If you want to say like real influential, I would say Austin three sixteen, and then I would probably follow it up with Dusty Dusty Rhodes yeah. Hard Times. True. And then that, I mean, yeah, Flair had nothing but good promos, man. He had nothing but good promos, and and, and you know, 
but none of them actually stick out to me as like, oh, that's the that's the one that got yeah. him over. Yeah, you're correct on that. Because yeah, I couldn't tell you which one was what. Yeah. Like you know, even like like, uh, like Jake. Jake was a great promo guy. Yeah. All the promos were great, but like, there's not one that I'm like, oh, that's the one that changed his fucking career. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. plenty of good promo guys like that. But they're, you know... It's not diminishing it. Like, I'm not trying to diminish no, that. No, no. But they're just so good consistently. None of them really stick out. Yeah. But also none of them had the cultural impact that Austin 316 did. Yep, yep, yep. God damn, them fucking t-shirts. Come I still on, got bro. one upstairs, though. Me too. Love that shit. Like, dude, come on, man. I was telling Devin when I was a kid. I was like, my, oh, no. It was, I, I, my friend sent me pictures of all my signatures in the yearbooks. Huh? I, uh, I would write my name and then put 316 underneath it. <laughs> Yeah, dog. What up? What That's up? great, dude. Yeah. God, I, I loved being a kid. Right, me too. God, I loved the late 90s. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. The late 90s yeah. kicked so much fucking ass, bro. Going into Hot Topic and seeing wrestling shirts. What? Yo, my friend, um, what, what he, he had a one shirt that was like, it was, I think it was like the Goldberg Sucks. <laughs> or no, no, no. It was the professional ass kicker. Uh-huh. And he, he showed up to school with that, and they were like, nah. They just shit on him? Yeah, they are like, nah, you get to get shit off. We were like, I don't know what you were thinking, but he was... <laughs> Setting himself up. Fucking out of the classroom doing the fucking... Professional uh, You know, the, the <laughs> doing the Stone Cold thing? We were dying, dude. I'm just telling you, man, the late 90s, as society, yeah. culturally, man, it, it was... It was a kick-ass fucking time. I look back, like, I, I, I didn't really... You didn't have to I, worry about who, who the president was and shit. <laughs> you didn't give a fuck, you know? You didn't give a fuck. Yeah, man. It was just, uh, it was just a different time, and but it was just... It was fun. Yeah. I think... I'd be hard-pressed to say that. I didn't miss... I missed that shit, too. I mean, like, personally, it might not have been the greatest time, but it also was. Yeah. That, that whole, like, mid-90s, or late-90s and then early 2000s yeah. was like... So dope, dude. And I think, I think what changed it was was nine eleven, because that was like a real serious like turning point in everything, and everything got more serious. You like, know what's uh, interesting is, and you're correct. It changed it changed the world we live in. Yeah, and not like so aggressively, but it did because now whenever you go to fly, right, you know what you got to do. Yeah, you got to take off the shoes. You got to take off everything you own. It is what it is. Uh, you know, now there's the Patriot Act, you know, like, so yeah. if they, you know, there's certain things that need to be checked. And it, it's weird how freedoms get taken from you like that without even really noticing it. And even now, after all this COVID shit, it's going to change. This is going to change how we live. You know, there's going to be yeah. a, 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 a reminiscence of, or re, reminiscence? Remnants? Remnants, there you go, remnants of, like, oh, when did that start? It started during the COVID time. You know, oh, yeah, like, for sure. Because this, this is historic, bro. Like, this is changing our country in like not good ways and maybe it will eventually be a good thing but it's horrible it's yeah. horrible but you know for all we know masks might be a part of our fucking life from now on i mean they are now which i ain't cool with you know i understand it like right now but like i don't want to live the rest of my life wearing a goddamn mask you know yeah so it's weird man kind of to see where society goes from here you know at this time next year how much of an effect is this still going to have yeah. on the world that we know i i hope I hope that we don't have to wear masks at this, you know, in the near future. I mean, yeah. it is what it is, but I think, and I'm not saying you're inconsiderate. I'm not, I'm just saying most of the people that don't want to wear masks are just because they're inconsiderate. And that's, and that's kind of the problem is people not wanting to, not wanting to uh, do what's right mm -hmm. for everyone, regardless of like 
how you feel or you think you can get it or whatever. If everyone just kind of went went along with it without thinking that some fucking communist agenda or whatever fucking bullshit they got against wearing a mask, mm-hmm. we probably wouldn't have to wear a mask past the beginning of the year. You know what I mean? But maybe. But that's also like America's built on selfishness. Yeah. And, oh and, yeah. And Americans are very selfish. Well, that's capitalism in, in a is. nutshell. And uh, so this person doesn't doesn't want to wear a mask because they don't give a fuck about you. They only give a fuck about themselves. So yeah. it's like okay, well, whatever. No, I uh, you know, I wear the mask if I if I'm in a group of people or if I'm by people, I'll, I'll wear the mask. You know, um, nobody cared about me until I put on the mask. It's a bane bane joke. Oh God, see, God it went through out my head. God damn it, Chris! I was born in the uh, darkness. I was That's born. <laughs> Victory has defeated you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no one cared about me to put the mask. No, motherfucker. No one didn't. Get the fuck out of my face, babe. Now, like, you know, like, I go to the gym. I put the mask on. I understand. You know, yeah. it's just one of those things where it's like, as of right now, if I know if, I, if, I, if I'm going to go somewhere, got to put the mask on. Yeah. Um, you know, but I don't really do it when I'm just out on the street. If I'm, if I'm in, like, a crowded situation. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll rock it. Yeah. But if I'm isolated by myself... You know, in a certain area, we'll yeah. I, I'm not like, and I know there's nobody within six feet of me. And if once it gets to that point where somebody is in the, you know, the the the, I don't know, unsafe distance, I'll put the motherfucker on. You know, it's uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, ignorant to the to yeah. the to the. I wasn't trying to say you were. no, I no. Say like, I'm just know. saying because that's that's what uh, that's just what I do. Yeah. You know, like hey, if I got to go inside the place, I'll put the goddamn mask on. You know all this kind of stuff. Like, just also, do it. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt anything. Yeah. Like just put it on. But I'm. I'm like you though. When I'm like walking my dogs, I don't wear my mask. There's no, no one else on the street. No. And if someone, if I, if I'm walk, if I'm someone's approaching, I'll try to get away from them. Yeah. Um. I mean, because I have the dogs anyway. But like when I go running, I'm not gonna wear my mask. Like running on the street. Like, you know. And then if someone comes, I get the fuck away from them. Like Dude. it's it's fine. I just you know it's just like. When you know you're going to be in a situation where there's going to be lots of people, it's probably best for everyone just to wear a mask. Like I don't get why people are so. It is interesting the the, the blowback. It's dumb. By a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, about it. Yeah. Where it's like, yo, I'm sorry, this, this is just how it is. Like I I don't like it just as much as you, but you it's just, just do it. it's just kind of how it is. Like why are you putting up such a resistance to it? Like I don't I don't like having to pay for car insurance, but I still got to do it. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Especially if you ain't getting a no car accident. Dude, you, right? that, but, <laughs> but um. But it's just like, I don't understand, like, it's like taking away freedom. I'm like, what? Like, I don't really, like, you're, you're, I don't know how they come to that mental math uh-huh. that it's somehow infringing on their great freedoms. Because most of these people, to be honest with you, that don't want to wear masks are the same people that say all lives matter. But these people that say, they're like, it's like all lives matter, and so I got to wear a mask. And it's like, kind of like, yeah, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, just, just, wear, just wear your fucking mask. Just, just do it because I don't want to be around you if you're not. Yeah, you know? I, it's a, it's a weird time, bro. Like, fuck I, this year, fuck 2020. I just don't right? get why people are so like shitty. You know? Yeah, you're always gonna have them, man. Sure, but it's like people are being exceptionally shitty this year. Like, it's just like one of those things where like, and I'm not picking out one group or not, no. but this just a fucked up year. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> it's general. just it is fucked up. But you know. I mean, what, what can you do? I, I just don't. I just don't put myself in situations where I know I'm going to react a certain way. Yeah. So I just, I'm like, you know, all you. Away from I, me. I, I just, uh, I think the world will eventually correct itself. I hope so, man. I just hope. I really hope that 
just our country and everyone in it becomes more empathetic mm-hmm. and decides that working together is better than working against each other and we make something better and uh, everyone just uh, chills the fuck out you know that sounds like some good closing words to me dog yeah man that was some good stuff right there man so that's a nice little outro right there <laughs> chill the fuck out chill the fuck out alright man are you we talked a lot man yeah bro went on and on and on it was that's a lot. cool it was a lot, man. Fast. It's already, uh, it's already, ooh, it's already ten thirty, dog. Ten thirty in the p.m. I know my wife's texting me. She's uh, like, "Are you coming home?" I'm like, uh, "All right, man, we're closing this up." <laughs> uh, hit up them, uh, them social medias, dog. Them Instagrams, whatever you want to put over your art stuff. Shit, yeah, uh, Chris Terry draws on Instagram, or you just go to ChrisTerryDraws.com. I got my own website, so you can go through, find me there. I'm on Twitter, Chris Terry Art, but I'm warning you right now, I say some dumb shit on Twitter. <laughs> so, so if you ever wondered, if, you, if, if there was no doubt about how I, how, how, I, how I am politically or how I feel about certain things after this <laughs> podcast, then Twitter will uh, put all this to rest. But no, but right. you know, Instagram and my website is probably the best way. Cool. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the Hogson Podcast. Go listen to us on uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Shout out to Ten Barrel Brewing Pub Beer, Cheap Fun Beer. What's up, uh, Adam? What do we got on the Instagram? We got at Twitter or on Twitter it's we have Hogsman Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And Instagram, go check those out. We're back in control of them. Adam's doing good things with them. He's taking pictures and shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that's about it. <laughs> fuck man. Andy Brown. And fuck Andy Brown. I forgot what fuck. Andy Brown do. Hey, just fuck that guy. You ever yeah. met him? Yeah. 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 All right, man. Well, uh, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. And uh, hey, Chris, I got a question for you. Yeah. If they want the tip, what do they got to do? <laughs> Take the whole hog. Adios. Adios. <laughs>